My name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White, reviewing the WWE Network and seeing if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every month, we watch the latest WWE pay-per-views, NXT, and now 205 Live. Still continuing our journey through the network, watching ECW, WCW, and all its classic content. Until we've watched it all, we are with you, and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And it is episode 124... And it's WWE No Mercy 2017. Now, Dan, are you looking forward to the event? I am, yes. There's two WrestleMania-worthy matches, so we've been told throughout the past three weeks <laughs> for the build-up for it. So let's hopefully they don't suck as much as WrestleMania itself did. I know, I know. This is what they're building up. I should say beforehand, if anybody notices a change in my voice, yes, I am carrying a flu-like symptoms at the moment, which I caught from Dan White. Uh, yes, and if you notice on the last podcast, I didn't bitch and moan about no. it, and I didn't have to make a point about it. But if people are wondering why our voices have been weird the past couple of episodes, anyway, what better way to kick off than with kickoff? Uh. And uh, like you said, Dan, we are in LA, City of Angels, and it is a mania level. And the panel of Renee Young, David Utunga, Jerry the King Law, and Sam Roberts are, are hyping this up as WrestleMania come early. You know, the start of WrestleMania season. And we're going to have Social Media Lounge with Alexa Bliss. Uh, a couple of interesting things happened on the panel. Uh, Kurt Angle joined it. And uh, they were talking basically about Kurt Angle saying John Cena was his replacement. And now Roman Reigns is John Cena's replacement. And then Sam Roberts, who I don't like, did ask, he asked Angle, who would you rather have, Cena or Reigns? What do you think his answer was? Cena. John Cena, he said, yes, Cena, because he's been there and done that. And then there was a huge cheer because The Miz showed up with Intercontinental Title in his hands. And uh, Kurt wishes The Miz luck. And Miz says, uh, you weren't there for Jason Jordan when he was young. Be there tonight to wipe his nose and wipe away the tears when he loses the Intercontinental, uh, when he loses the Intercontinental Title match. Uh, King said, look, I did this to Brett and had a go at his family. He came back to haunt me. Miss says, yeah, you're the king. I'm the miss. <laughs> Which is a, was a great line. Uh, and it, and there was a very uh, positive reaction from Miss. So I would say expect a hostile crowd here tonight, i.e. Jordan, Enzo, and anybody else who the crowd don't like. Or Roman Reigns, obviously. Uh, talking about Enzo, Otunga completely destroyed him when talking about his match. Completely agree with Neville and said he's got no talent whatsoever and shouldn't be on the card and then Alexa Bliss was on a social media lounge and she wasn't happy Dan was she no she was uh she was a bit miserable but but, uh, but I don't like to see her unhappy James. no you know that but I think she's quietly confident though like, it's a difficult situation she's gonna find herself in but she's happy to do that and then we see GPD in the ring and sing all of his songs and I gotta tell you Dan he is you were saying this weren't you about him yeah he does get a good reception you know it is a big boo but He's a heel, so he should be getting booed. Yeah, and it's incredible to think about GPD from his roots in NXT when he was a nobody to come up to Raw and actually getting that gimmick working. And we are going to have an extra match. Uh, it's going to be Apollo Crews versus GPD. But before that, we do predictions. And Dan, do you want to tell everybody about our prediction leagues quickly? <sighs> well, the ones that you're fucking winning. Um. Well, we've got three leagues going at the moment. We've got bonus predictions, we've got NXT predictions, and we've got 
pay-per-view predictions and we get a point for winning the pay-per-view predictions which is what we're doing today yep so uh yes james and i know you want me to say it, you're currently beating me i am well i mean we won't talk about that we say the bonus predictions that i'm winning or the nxt ones that we're drawing at the moment it was all about pay-per-view points the scores that you're on five i'm on ten as we go into this one no mercy uh we're gonna open up our predictions now but this came as a bit of a surprise for us it came in late uh and i'll ask you first we'll start off dan who are you gonna go for in this match um well i think with the way he's been treated recently i'm gonna go with the guitar playing douche elias sampson yeah and uh you say been treated uh how is he being treated on Monday Night Raw? Well, he, he's getting a lot of screen time. He's, I don't know, he's winning quite a few matches. And, you know, he's coming across as, you know, someone who's getting a bit of a push. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I think Cruz is one of those guys. He's kind of turned into the jobber to the mid-carders now. You know, he's been featured on kickoff more times than I think any other wrestler as of late. He's obviously needs to go back to NXT, get more development. And GPD... A loss for him now against someone like Cruz. I don't think it's worthwhile. We've seen Cruz, uh, we've seen GPD mingling with people like Finn Balor, haven't we, on the main roster? Yeah. And the Hardy Boys. And, and I think he can, especially with his gimmick, uh, go far in WWE. M- many, many people, including us, never thought he was going to do it. In the early going, though, it's a bit of a tight affair for the two, isn't it? Yeah, you know, there's been a good bit of back and forth, a couple of early pinfall attempts, but, you know, no real, uh, no real beat down as such. And as I say that, Samson donkey kicks Apollo Crews, goes for the cover, Ooh. but Crews manages to kick out. Uh-huh. Just at the last second, Titus, they like said on commentary, it's been a big day for him, been uh, with a lot of people, but you should concentrate on his, like you said, Titus brand at the moment, with uh, Akira Tozawa losing the Cruiserweight title in recent times, and of course now Apollo Crews in trouble with GPD, wearing it down submission. I think the only thing that could maybe go against GPD here is the fact it's a kickoff, and usually they like to do face winning. But they've changed it up quite a bit recently, though. This is the thing, haven't they? They, they really have changed it. I think so they've now... cottoned on the we know, so they're <laughs> yeah. like, right, fuck you then. Uh, well, this is the first time you are listening to us. There's so much stuff uh, coming up, like Halloween specials and the WNR125 next week. And go back and listen to everything we've done, maybe the May Young Classic you want to catch on to. But we're going to concentrate on this right now, because it looks like Crew uh, mounted a comeback. He is, yes, and the clock's flashed up and it's only uh, 14 minutes until no mercy. But Cruz certainly is a comeback. He closed on takedown on Samson and nips his way back up to his feet. Roars, standing moonsault, goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, but Samson manages to kick out. Ah, and Titus O'Neill is happy about that and Cruz gets some momentum into this and like you said, a beautiful there by Apollo Cruz. I mean, don't get me wrong, he is so talented, but I still don't know anything about him. <laughs> you know, he likes to smile. Yeah, he likes to smile. He's quite athletic, and Titus O'Neil is his manager, as he tries to power up GPD now. Oh, a step up in Seguri, though, as uh, Samson tries make, mounting a comeback. <clears throat> well, GPD to the outside is not always a good thing, because we know how Cruz likes to die. He does indeed. Samson's back to his feet. Oh, oh, well, he was until Cruz dived at him with a drop kick. Well, I think Tyson Hill played a little bit there as well by distracting Elias Sampson as Cruz going to go off the top now to GPD. Oh, douche runs towards the corner, misses him, and I think he's going for his finisher. There you go. Walking with Elias or something silly like that. And there you go, walking with Elias. 
gets the pinfall victory to start off. And like I said, he is hot at the moment and he gets the win. Um, what did you think of the match? I thought it was, you know, it was a good match to start off with. It was uh, just a, a typical match, really. It was a good bit of back and forth. I thought, you know, with a slight distraction by Titus that O'Neill might have won it. But I don't know, you can see the disappoint- look of disappointment on the face of O'Neill as Sam starts way at Cruz. And now Titus O'Neill comes in and he hasn't been active recent times. But like you said, drastic times call for drastic measures as GPD slinks out the win. And with a victory as well, looking very impressive. And like you said, not a bad match to start things off, but a very basic kind of... I wouldn't even say Raw match. I've seen these kind of things on main event, you know. Uh, but hopefully, like I said, as the card goes forward, as we get onto the main show, it does improve. And Tyson has got to ask himself a few questions now, hasn't he? Is he getting annoyed with Apollo Crews keep losing? And is there going to be a, a turn on the cards or a, a bit of, you know, a bit of disdain on the part of O'Neill? Well, he's trying to represent someone and he's letting the brand down. Not only that, and Tazara as well. So he's got to ask himself, maybe if he didn't go for the right people, uh, when he started the tightest brand, like I said, will we see a change? But Or is it because they're with the tightest brand? I know... Titus is saying, yeah, you got your opportunities because of me, but, you know, has Titus got opportunities because of them? Yeah, most definitely, and these are the questions hopefully get answered in the upcoming weeks, but that is it for kickoff. What have you thought of kickoff, Dan? I don't know, I think kickoff's just a way of making a pay-per-view even longer. Yeah, that's true, and we should say, talking about that, we have got raw talk after the pay-per-view goes off air, so that'll be an extra half hour just wrapping things up, but we will main show, and let's have a look. At the promo. Inside us all, there's both good and evil. For many, the need to do right is greater than the desire to do wrong. But when our worst sides rear their ugly and vicious heads... Even the best intentions can simply slip away. And mercy disappears. For those who will not be silenced. The two most polarizing figures. You're a phony. You're just a part-time and fake-ass bitch. He ain't the guy. Dude, you're just a guy. A cheap, corporately created... John Cena bootleg. I'm still here because you can't do your job. WWE can make it without you. I'm selling the tickets that you haven't sold in five years. Movie star. For those who will not give in. A fatal five-way match. Every woman for herself for the women's championship. I don't even have to lose. That's not fair to me. And for those who will not Go quietly. The reigning, defending, undisputed, universal champion, Brock Lesnar! The monster has his sights set on one thing. I don't believe in monsters, but I believe Braun Strowman is one. No matter where the monster man goes. Brock Lesnar wasn't manhandled, he was monster handled. Destruction follows. You woke up the beast. 
Suplex City, bitch. On this night, there will be no restraint. There will be no holding back. And there will be no, no mercy. As you've got the commentary team of Michael Cole, the man at the moment who's most wanted, Corey Graves, and of course, Booker T. So what have you thought of the build-up for this match then, The Miz versus Jordan now? Uh, well, we had, a, we had quite a good fatal five-way, which was won by Jason Jordan. That was last Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When you he... see him getting the pinfall victory over uh, Curtis Axel. Well, I don't think The Miz was happy about that. One of his men letting him down, so it gives Jordan the opportunity. But at least he'd been feuding now, you know, like I say, some saying kick-off. But was any statement sent by either man on Monday, Dan? Yes, well, there was first a statement by Jason Jordan over to head belly to belly in uh, The Miz, the Intercontinental Champion. But then the numbers took a hold of it and the Miz Taraz joined in and uh, Miz ended up standing tall with his title. Yeah. Like I say, Miz got a great reception. I just want to see the reception for Jordan. So Jason Jordan coming out here. And, of course, it is his biggest match in his career to go against the Miz, try to get the job done. Basic three and one. It's coming out here. I mean, what were your thoughts on Jason Jordan? Do you like him? Um, I think being aligned with Kurt Angle was kind of hampered him. Yeah. I think, you know, he should have made his own path. He is an extraordinary athlete. Don't get me wrong on that. I, I don't know. I just think being aligned with his dad, which... No one in their nan believes. Yes, yeah. Which is probably one of the most ridiculous storylines I think we've seen of late. It's kind of like a an attitude era yeah, style storyline. But they're, they're trying to go serious way of it, aren't they? You know, and I know. But it was it's less believable than Hornswoggle being Vince McMahon's son. Yeah, that is true. That is true. If you haven't got, you know, if this is your plan after breaking up American Alpha, then uh, do you know what I mean? I don't think it's right for Jordan. I think there are maybe similarities if you look at his reaction now to the reaction that Rock got. But I'm not saying those two are exactly the same. I'm just saying he was going for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. They talked about his dad, even though it was the Rock's real dad, as opposed to kind of, you know, Kurt Angle here. But it's kind of weird that they're giving it to The Miz. And The Miz won the best hills, and he's getting a positive reaction over Jason Jordan, you know? So I have gone in this one, Jason Jordan. Very interesting. <laughs> but I think if you see mine. I've gone for Jason Jordan, but in brackets, by DQ, so The Miz keeps his title. Yeah, so... So Jason Jordan gets the victory, as opposed to a Miz retain. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, okay, that's, that's fair enough. But The Miz is now in serious trouble with a collar and elbow type, so we've both gone Jason Jordan in this one, and now he's going to go pin The Miz after the beautiful delayed suplex, but Miz kicking out. Uh-huh. So what's your reasons behind... JJ. I, I think it's time, you know, I think it's time for Jordan, the WWE like to do this kind of surprising us, doesn't he? And, and the question is, where does he go after the defeat? I think a victory from here, and it makes the Miz even more entertaining, even more wound up about it, uh, losing a title to someone like Jordan, and then eventually, maybe even down the line, I know I'm just, but like the Miz and Kurt Angle getting involved in it, because the Miz and Jordan, I think Jordan's here, Definitely looking, you know, WWE definitely wants him to be a star. I mean, even if he does lose it, yeah. I think he's going to look ever so impressive. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love The Miz, you know. 
And um, but I also think having a great match against Reigns, a great match against Cena in in the previous weeks on Raw. So you know, I think that's helping helping with him really. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is character development for Jason Jordan as well. Like, so he can go. He has no personality. Exactly. He can go in a ring like no other person. But we need to start... He needs a Heyman. Yeah, we need to start caring about him as well, you know. And hopefully, as you see here, Jordan was on top and then it's just turned because of Axel's interference. <laughs> well, you know, they was closing in on Jordan and uh, that kind of slowed him down and it gave a chance for Miz to get back into it. And Miz is brilliant because there's just interaction with the f- front row there as well. just makes you feel part of the show. Don't get me wrong, I love the Miz. And if he was to walk out here as um, Intercontinental Champion, I still would be happy. But you know what WWE like? They like to spring a surprise. And as we see with predictions and the rest of the night as well, we'll see how it goes. But well, we've gone for the first title match, a title change. Is yeah. that going to be a, a start of things to come? This is the thing, isn't it? I mean, there's a couple of title changes that I just, I don't know will happen or not. So this is one that I thought WWE will not have a pay-per-view without any title changes or will they have a pay-per-view with all title changes? Be interesting to see. And plus, right, no offence to uh, The Miz, but it's not like he's got the Singh brothers at ringside. It's Axel and Bo Dallas, do you know what I mean? So it's exactly, not like... Yeah, yeah. If Jordan can beat him down for a second, I think he will. But The Miz now, beautiful DDT. And now go for the cover. Two. Oh. Jordan managing to kick out. Oh. And The Miz can't believe it. That was a six-pack challenge, he won. Was it a six-pack challenge? Yeah. And The Miz saying this kid's got guts and he just wants to... I think hurt him. Like I said in the uh, kickoff, wants to send a message to Kurt Angle as well. And the Miz has got much more aggressive, much more focused recently. So, do you think the Miz works better alongside someone on his own? Because you've never really seen him. You know, when he first came into it, it as in ECW, he was with John Morrison, and then you know he was a show Miz. He was, you know, with Maurice, and then you know <laughs> now he's got the Miz Taraj. Uh, Axel, uh, not Axel, uh, A-Rye. Yeah, no, I... I and then you yeah. have Damian Mizdow. Miz always works better with someone because he can always make, and this is why they put him with Jordan as well, someone feel sorry for him. It made Alex Riley look like the next big level star because he was with the Miz, and then they went to John Cena. He just wasn't going to work out. The same with Damian Sandow. He won money in the bank. Exactly. So popular off of the Miz as well. And this is what they're hoping for Axel and Dallas. You know, one day Axel to turn around and... Um, you know, clock Miz and just think of reaction. I think most definitely. And I think that's uh, a talented, that's, you know, to the Miz for being so talented. But he might be without any kind of title because Jordan's just come off the top. Ooh. Well, you see the Miz to running around to the corner that <laughs> Jason Jordan was perched on trying to distract him. And now Jordan is going to try and look to put, is going to try to put the Miz away. And the Miz, <laughs> he's got his dudes up. He's trying to block it. He refers to Angle, not as dad, but as Kurt. Would you call him dad straight away? I mean, hopefully we see it at the Angle's family, you know, uh, Christmas retreat, Jordan Angle, spend a bit of time together fishing, building up that relationship. Because at the moment, he's getting the kick crapped out of him. He's getting the crap kicked out of him. He's, he is indeed, Dad. I'm told you, I'm a bit ill here, but the miss... Daniel Bryan-style <laughs> kicks, but he goes for a big running kick and Jordan catches his leg, a lovely, well, fisherman's over... Head suplex. Yeah, that's what Jordan can do. He no get. Don't get me wrong. He's brilliant in the ring. I don't like the kind of green and yellow motif that he's got, but I think that's more personal preference. But every wrestler's kind of colour associated in a weird way. Do you way. like the, the the singlet style? You know, he's like his old man when he gets worked up. The straps come down. I, I I do, but then again, this is a problem, isn't it? And this is why people went off Jack Swagger because they thought he was a Kurt Angle uh, rip off. 
you know, with Jordan. They've got, like I said, they've got to be really, really careful as he tries to make a comeback and the crowd have not been on his side at, at all in this match. They've been charting misses. Rams into a corner. Oh, and another suplex there. Oh. He's more like Tesla, the human suplex machine. Yeah. I mean, they could just do something like that, you know, have Taz come out. It'd be Taz's son, you know, that'd make more sense. Uh, and at the moment, if I was calling it as I sees it, Jordan's been in control. The majority of this match, you know, it's definitely the past five minutes or so, looking to put Miz away. Oh, Miz. Oh, Miz line up for the skull crushing finale, but Jordan ducks it, rolls him up. One, two. Oh. oh. Miz managing to kick out. Oh, Miz goes for the clothesline. Jordan turns it into a Northern Light suplex and turns it again. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, but the Miz managing to kick out and he's oh. had no help from his Miz Taraj. No, not far, yet. Aside from a couple of minor distractions. Minor distraction. And Jordan pounds the mat in frustration and the Miz just trying to get to the safety of the bottom rope. But like I said, Axel and Dallas are still there. And Jordan's trying to pull the Miz. Oh, there you go. And the Miz Taraj taking the Miz into Jordan's a safe place. Flying. Oh. And it takes out a couple of members of the Miz Taraj. Well, Jop kicks Axel. Oh! oh. <laughs> and throws Dallas into the Miz and Curtis Axel. Oh, well, it's true. It's damn true. And Jordan now has got to focus on the Miz. Throws him in. Don't get distracted, Jordan. Miz running in. Oh! Oh, no. Oh. no. Controversial. What? He's got the crossface locked in. Well, the Miz nowhere near the ropes. And we know this is a deadly manoeuvre. And he's going to tap. He's going to tap. They're just going to run in and break the submission, aren't they? He's nowhere near the ropes yet. Oh, he's trying to crawl his way to the bottom rope. Oh, he's got there. Just out of reach. He's going to tap. No. Oh, oh, fingertips to the bottom rope. Ref calls for the break. And but has this done enough damage to the Miz? Well, the Miz might have broken his nose in Jordan. He's not letting the Miz recover, going running in. Oh, oh but the Miz sidesteps him and Jordan hits nothing but ring post. Youthful exuberance, I would call that, by Jason Jordan. Should take a breath, assess the situation, but instead, running in, the Miz, who becoming the veteran that he is, dodges out of the way. Well, you, you do know that if you injure the nose, the eyes start watering, so your vision is slightly impaired, so maybe he was trying to capitalise on that. And, and the Miz is still not fully recovered from the crossface as yet. Well, like you say, they're trying to get to his feet and just trying to get a bit of recovery. And it's Jordan now getting to his feet in the corner. Jordan's up. Here comes the Miz, though. Oh! It came in and Jordan caught him. Oh! Oh! Belly-to-belly overhead. Yeah, beautiful by Jordan. Comes in and spears Miz in the corner. Oh, now he means business. Now the straps come down. <laughs> yeah. And here comes oh. both Dallas. Oh. Axel perched up top. Yeah, Dallas taken down. Jordan with the roll up, but Dallas and a distraction and he oh. gets hit. Curtis all. <sighs> Miz, skull crusher finale, gets a cheer for Jordan. One, One two, three. three. Oh. And the Miz by dastardly deeds. Wins the match. But in, uh, uh, not to give away our predictions here, right? Just a quick question. What other titles are going to change hands here tonight, then? It, cause are they going to go through a night with no title There's changes? I don't want to change well, hands. No. Most definitely don't want to change hands, and that's the, the, the Cruiserweight title. The tag team seems pretty stuck on that they won't change. Obviously, the Universal title, Lesnar and Strowman, could go either way. But... I'm starting to worry about Neville at the moment. I'm starting to worry about Neville. That's why, partly, I went for Jordan. But, anywho, um, 
I mean, it's a bit of a more or the same here in the match. You know, it wasn't too bad. Fans no. weren't on Jordan's side. Uh, I don't think it really picked up that much. And I think the ending, again, with outside interference, I mean, what happens to Jason Jordan? You know, does he uh, carry on still going after the Miz or does he have to assess the situation, you know? Well, you know, his argument is I had Miz legitimately rolled up and there was interference. That, but, you know, is it just me? But is all Hill champions, they're winning through interference now. You've got the yeah. Singh brothers, you've got the Miz Taraj. You, you know, it's yeah, just yeah, starting yeah. to get a bit tedious and samey. I'd like to be a Hill, but win. Yeah. Like, on, on, off his own back. Wait a minute, Jason Jordan's being interviewed. Well, Bland Jordan there. So, yeah, sorry to interrupt that. You're right about the outside interference, though, with people getting involved. Like I said, Mahal and everything like this. They really need to kind of change it up, don't they, if they want the hill to go through. What is wrong with him just being good uh, uh, in title matches? You know, I, don't, yeah. I never understood that. Anyway, Jordan's saying on the mic that the Miz sucks and that uh, he wants another title match. Very, very bland by Jason Jordan. Uh, and I, I thought you should turn around and just say, you know, you don't respect me, I don't respect you fans, but it's obviously WWE want to go a different way. Maybe they want someone to be booed as much as Roman Reigns, you know, <laughs> and have a Jason Jordan, Roman Reigns match, then what are you going to do, you know? But after that, prediction-wise, yes, even, neither of us get a point, so it's one all as we start the main show. Well, are you looking forward to Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens, Hell in the Cell? I am indeed, yes. I think it's going to be quite an exciting match. Do you think we're going to see Shane? I don't think so, no. No? No. Diving off, maybe. Might be Kevin Owens. But up next, well, Dan, this you've been looking forward to. It is Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Man-to-man. Face-to-face. At no mercy. And let's have a look at the promo. You know... The NXT Championship used to look real good around this waist. And the Universal Championship used to look real good around this waist. And the Intercontinental Championship would have looked real good around this waist if it wasn't for Bray Wyatt. And I learned that although I may have been victorious at SummerSlam, you never truly beat someone like Bray. He never truly goes away. He always seems to appear when you least expect him. Well, mark my words, Bray. The next time you appear, I will be ready. I don't run from my demons because sometimes I become them. So if you want to continue to play games week after week, let's play! When I was a child, she used to take me hunting. And I'll never forget the first time I flicked my little finger and an arrow struck through the heart of my prey. Yeah. It was an exhilarating experience. And I was good at it. But after a while, I got bored. It just became too easy. Yeah. So I decided 
I wanted to shake things up a little bit. So I put my weapon down and I started to just use thee, just thee. My bare hands became their judge, their jury, and their executioner. My bare hands judged them all. <laughs> and they were always guilty. Mm -hmm. You weren't victorious over me at SummerSlam. The demon was. The demon is your bow and arrow, Finbar. Put it down. Face me man to man and show me no mercy. Make a choice, man. Define your legacy. Make a choice, Finn Balor. <laughs> I've already made my choice, Bray. I know exactly what I am. I am Finn Balor. There he is. There he is. The confident hero they all dream of becoming. But now, the big question remains. At no mercy will you prove to these insignificant souls who worship you that a mere mortal can topple a god. Or are you gonna, gonna be like all the others? Yeah. Running around like a scared little rabbit. <laughs> Run, little rabbit. Run. Run, little rabbit. Run. So it's been an interesting build-up, this has. I mean, we saw the demon king, Finn Balor, showing up at SummerSlam, putting Bray away. Many thought it would be the end of the feud. <laughs> I did not. I knew this would continue. And now we've come to no mercy, and Finn Balor saying, I'm going to have no face paint on, and I'm going to fight you, Bray, man-to-man, -man, and prove I am better than you. But for Bray Wyatt, he's got a lot to lose in this match here. If he loses to Balor, yes, it builds Balor up, but it can... Completely destroys Bray. And let's not forget, he was WWE Champion going into WrestleMania. So, for Bray Wyatt, the couch himself, it's still savable. I don't know why WWE always seems to put him in a no-win situation. So, yeah, there was an interesting thing on Monday Night Raw, wasn't there, with Bray Wyatt and Goldust? Uh, yes, well, there was, uh, there was a match between Bray and Goldust, because Goldust is probably one of the only men that wears face paint in WWE. After the match, Bray... Beat Goldust with the, the sister Abigail and then proceeded to wipe off Goldust's face paint. So the next week on Raw, Dustin Reynolds or Dustin Ooh. Rhodes faced Goldust as Dustin and not the man behind the mask. He still had his gold and black jumpsuit on, but he faced it without his face paint on, trying to be serious. Still lost. Oh, <laughs> but will it happen to, like we say, without the face paint, can he get? The job done. So, Dan, predictions? Who have you gone for in this one? Prediction-wise, I have gone for <laughs> Balor. Finn Balor. All right, cool. I've gone for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bray White. Oh. In this one. I know. I know what you're thinking. Finn Balor gets a victory. They both move on. That ain't the way WWE does stuff. Bray Wyatt gets the victory here through 
underhanded technique. The question's asked for Finn Balor, and then we finally get the match between these two that everybody wants to see. I think Bray can't lose another pay-per-view. Look how many pay-per-views he's lost this year, you know? Well, that might force him to crack. Yeah, well, what else can he be? Can he be cracked? You know, he's lost everything this year that held him. I mean, what else is there for Bray if he can't beat Finn Balor? And what's Balor going to do next if he does get the victory over Bray? Why have you gone for Balor for? Well, I've gone for Balor because there's a reason why Balor hasn't had his universal title match because Brock Lesnar's a title holder. And before that, Goldberg was a title holder. Yeah, and they're protecting him because he would get obliterated by Lesnar. Oh, is that what you think? Yeah. You honestly think Balor wouldn't stand a chance against no, Brock? That's why he hasn't had his Universal title rematch. That's why they're protecting him, and that's why he's going to win tonight. Well, so you think it might be Balor versus, say, Brock at Survive Series? No, I think Balor's going to go against whoever beats Brock, which is more than likely going to be Roman Reigns. So you don't think Balor will get another chance at the title until... Next year sometime. Past WrestleMania. Okay, right. So, well, but what does Balor do in the meantime, then? And, and what, what happens to Bray? You know, where, do, where does he go after this? I think these two are going to be connected for a little while longer. Well, isn't there an impending return from a certain tag team? The former NXT tag team champions. Two members of the Wyatt family. Yeah, but that's they've talked about it over, they on SmackDown. Over on SmackDown, yeah, yeah. with the Breeze Ango thing. So, we'll, with Bray, it's difficult. It's Strowman. Who would have ever thought? When Bray first debuted and when Braun Strowman first debuted, that Bray would be second match on the card and Strowman would be main event. You know, there, there is something wrong and good in a weird way about WWE because Bray doesn't deserve this, but here comes Balor. Well, it's basically like Bo Dallas getting a Universal Championship match. I'll tell you what, though. It does make sense Finn Balor getting a victory and proves he doesn't need the face paint to beat Bray. But... I don't know. I, I'll just go Bray, because Bray, he can't lose anymore. Is this an exciting match on paper? It's a, an exciting match on paper. Card, laminated, written on glass. It, it, it should be an exciting match. So why am I not looking forward to it, then? I don't know. Why aren't you looking forward <laughs> to it? I don't know. I, I think this should be a good match. But, again, I think the reason you're not looking forward to it is because the treatment of Bray Wyatt. I suppose so, but I don't get... I, because you can't tell me, when he first came in in 2012, Crazy, five it? years ago, he made himself known, you know, him and uh, Stro- uh, him and uh, Rowan and Harper, and they, was a f- they wasn't even a force to be reckoned with. To yes, with. but hopefully Bray can back that up tonight as he attacks Finn Balor from behind. Not even giving him a chance to take his leather jacket off. No, this is what Bray needs to be. He needs to be the vicious monster. To prove to everybody that he's not just going to lay down as he sends Finn Balor into the barricade. Maybe he needs to project some maggots onto the ring. That helps. <laughs> well, he's going to try and project Finn Balor's head table, but he just can't seem to get through it at the moment. And he's got him up. Oh! <coughs> and the bell hasn't even rung yet, apart from Balor's. His bell's rung. This might, not, this might be over. Well, the referee is calling for the other refs to come down and check on Finn Balor. Now, if I was going to have Bray White get a victory, then I would have him beating up Balor in the early game, it coming back to haunt Balor the injury, and then Bray capitalising. Or Balor getting a victory because he's such a great babyface. I mean, it could literally go either way here. So you're discounting the man who won the Universal title with a fractured freaking shoulder, man. That was a demon. That was, a, that was the demon, not the man, Finn Balor. Finn Balor might have a couple of cracked ribs here. 
And they're asking Balor, if, does he want to get in there and fight Brave with you, Dan? Well, and you're saying this is a man who would stand a chance against Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar went through not one, but two <laughs> announce tables and then had a following third announce table toppled on top of him. Well, Bray White is smirking at the moment, Dan. He hasn't got a cigarette in his gob, James. He's just grinning from ear to ear. He is laughing at this. And Balor, come on now. Don't let the referees take you away. We should have had a match here. Oh, will it be brilliant if, like, Balor can't compete his replacement, Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe not. But Finn Balor's struggling. And what's Bray going to say? Look what I did to you, my little hero. He's going to turn around and come back. Run away, little coward. He's taunting him. And he calls him a coward. Let's go away. And Balor, is he going to take that? I don't think he will. Oh, he's taking his jacket off. <laughs> he is jacking it off. And Bray seems to like it. But Balor can't compete, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it looks like he's making his way back down to the ring. There he goes. Finn Balor wants to finish off Bray. And there we go. Finn starting it off quickly. Get pushed away by Bray Wyatt though. Oh, caught in Sister Abigail, but quickly gets out of it. Oh, he does beautifully by Finn sending Bray to the outside. Oh, Ooh. comes flying at Bray with a drop kick. But those ribs, you've got to ask yourself those questions. you got to ask yourself this. Can Balor show how tough he is? Oh, well, he certainly is by drop-kicking Bray into the barricade. It looked like Bray got thrown out of a moving auto vehicle there, Dan. Do you know that? Yes. Unbelievable stuff. Texas JR. <laughs> well, this is much better than I had hopes for. And it was all because of the quick start and now Balor looked away. And f- I mean, if Balor does win this one, fair play to him. I, I doff my cap to you, sir, as he's rolled Bray in. And now he's going to look for it. Well, just just like to point out that we've already had two hill wins. We have. Oh, yeah, we have had two hill wins. You're right. But like I said, WWE are changing things recently. So they and Bray, Bray stopping Balor off the top. I don't know if that'd be the best position, but he's trying to bring Bray Balor back in. Back in the hard way. Oh, oh big suplex, and that's got to cause some injury to them ribs. This is all going. I tell you what, if Bray wins now. Enzo's going to win the Cruiserweight title, isn't he? <laughs> don't. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> but the impact of Finn Balor can hardly breathe at the moment. Bray's staying on him. Well, he could certainly have internal bleeding. Oh! Bray's targeting the ribs. Bray now seems to be enjoying himself. He's been a bit camping, yeah. he? Ooh. His Ooh, sailor. Balor trying to get to the outside to try and get some separation between him and Bray, but he's getting followed out by the Eater of Worlds. Balor in all sorts of trouble at the moment. Bray, just concentrate on Finn Balor. Fair enough. Well, his knee concentrated on Balor's <laughs> face just then. <laughs> Bray, he's, yeah, he's licking his nip, licking his hand. Oh, but Finn will not go down easy. Oh, my God, Bray driving Balor down with his full weight on the still, still edge of that apron. And Finn has not had any... Uh, proper offence in this match Bray has always been on top of him can Bray put him away does he want to is he playing with him yeah he's got the cravat there just wearing the neck of Finn Balor down but not going to get a victory on that but he's going to force Balor to exert energy that he clearly doesn't have especially when you're trying to catch your breath back with those injured ribs it's a struggle for Finn the only help for him now maybe is the crowd in attendance if they can get behind him and to Finn Balor's credit, he is one of the few baby faces who does get a positive reaction. If you know, what I mean? it's very difficult. Oh, he gets Balor. Uh, he gets Bray though, and a jawbreaker. But Bray again back on the offense, pushing Balor away, but runs into a double foot 
from Balor. Yeah, but Balor's expression has changed. He knows he has to capitalise on this. And kicks Bray, sends him back up into the corner. Finn's going, come on now. Sounds better an Irish accent when you've got a cold. I need to win. You sound really nasally, like Lois Pugh. Yeah. Oh, Bray reverses Balor, but Balor beautifully leapfrogs. Then there was a kick to the midsection of, Bra- uh, of Balor. Yeah, he got killed that and fucking... Throws him to the outside. Is Bray going to go for a suicide? <laughs> yeah, though? Bray, look for it then. I don't know why. But that is Bray. Takes his time. Oh, and Balor pulling the apron out, trapping Bray between the apron and the ring. Beautiful combinations by Finn Balor. Oh. Now he's just stomping the granny out of Bray. And now Finn Balor saying, come on, he's got this. And you can't pin him on the outside, though. Oh. oh but he can kick his head off. <laughs> And Bray's on the outside. It's good. You can see the footprint on Bray's head where Balor came in. You <laughs> see a replay. Fucking hell. Okay, Balor can win this. <laughs> Bray is in serious trouble. Bit of payback on the announce desk now. This is what you did to me. You put my head through the table. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw you in the ring now. I'm going to hurt you. So I will. <laughs> <laughs> Bray is in serious trouble. Finn looking to go up. Maybe the coup de gras, which, like you said, won him the universal oh. title. Bray sits up. Balor's face. <laughs> Balor's like he's seen a ghost. What's he going to do now? Well, Balor's turned into a demon. He doesn't need the face paint to be a demon. Oh, goes for the kick, misses it, though. Oh! Swing blade, hits that. Here we go. This is Balor now, isn't it? He's got Bray in his sights. Drop kick. Oh! oh. But runs into a big boot. Gets Oh, I thought he did then. If he hit the sister Abigail, it would have been over, oh, but he didn't. Senton. Senton goes for the cover, oh. but Balor managing to kick out. Uh, you, you and I both thought exactly the same thing then. The sister Abigail would have been over and done with, but Bray hasn't put Balor away. Finn is still in this match. And like I say, this could be the only difference for the rest of the card. So this is how important it is on our and, prediction and league. Do I remember you saying this is one match you're not looking forward to? Well, I tell you something, this is this is definitely turned, isn't it? You know, it's excitable as Bray just playing around with Finn. Oh, Finn's gonna get angry. Look at Finn; he's not happy. Ye are pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, mate. slaps to the face. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, look at Finn now, forearm by Finn. Oh, Bray and Finn exchanging the yay nay punches, but an overhead kick from. Balor gets caught in Sister Abigail, but Balor reverses it. A coup de grace from the mat. Goes for a cover. One, two. Jabast! No, Bray imagine to kick out. Uh. And Balor was close there. But like he said, stomping him there is fine, but you need to go off the top if you want to get the job done. And these two men, I tell you something, it has been very entertaining. We'll talk about the match in a minute. I th- it is coming to an end now as Balor's grabbing those ribs. And looking to put Bray White away. Balor comes running in and a double drop kick on Bray who's in the corner. Yeah, now Bray's go. in a prone position. Yeah. Can Balor climb the ropes? No, Bray's going to get up and catch him. No, Balor now going to the top to end this Come on, hurry match. Up. Hurry up. Coup de gras. Oh, Bray going up there to meet Balor. Really suplexed him off earlier. He's going to try it again now. Oh, but Balor's fighting out. Come on, Balor. No, I think Balor holding on. Elbows to the face. Go on, keep hitting him. Hit him. Bite him. <laughs> there you go. Bray drops down. Balor now. Coup de gras. Come on. It's Finn Balor time. Coup de gras. Boom. Oh, coup de gras to the back of the head. Roll up that man. <laughs> One, two, 
fucker! <laughs> well, I thought it was over, but Bray kicked out. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't think that was coming. Did not think that was coming. But maybe, because he wasn't grounded, the kind of momentum took Bray away. Even though Balor didn't really waste a lot of time getting the cover, did he? No. Uh, well, Dan. <laughs> well. Well. Well, this has definitely been the best match so far. Most definitely, yeah. <coughs> As Balor looking to put away oh. Bray. Oh, my God, yeah. It's expression changed. Is it trying to be a dragon sleeper, maybe? Oh, gets reversed. Balor with a backslide. Oh. And he just gets caught with a big right hand. One, two, kick no. out. Oh. You ain't getting it down without even though it was big, big momentum by Bray. And he seems to be slapping himself now. He doesn't know what it's going to take to put Finn Balor down. Come on, Balor. Just remember that he's only Husky Harris. But this wouldn't be bad for Bray if he did this in every match and didn't lose. But he does this every match and then loses, you know. So it makes him look good up until the bloody end. Cause you can't put him away. And now, Bray, what are you going to go for? What are you going to get? Go- what are you going to go for to get reversed now? <laughs> Pick up Balor. Suplex. Oh, oh just froze Balor. Well, there is a size difference between the two. His Bray looks furious as well. He's taking his time. No, this is what you don't want in it. Yeah, mind games. And Bray again. Just throwing Balor about the ring. <laughs> it's like he's trying to build up his special on SmackDown. He ain't got <laughs> enough yet. Got one more should do it, Bray. Uh-oh. Bray on the second rope. This is not good for Finn Balor. Bray taking his time. It is good for Balor. Oh. And as I say, up and delivers a step up in Seguri to the head of Bray. And now what's he got planned for Bray Wyatt? Oh, well, he gets pushed off, but rolls back, lands on his feet. Oh! Kicks Bray into the corner. And now he's going to go to try another one of those beautiful drop kicks from Balor. This has been a war. Begging for Bray to get up. Oh! Oh, Gets kicked into the corner. Run up that top rope, bruv. Go on, hit it, hit it, hit it. (laughs) Come on, Balor. Come on. Coup de gras. Hit that coup de gras. It's going to be over and done with. Come on. Here we go. Pow! You don't kick out two. You cunt. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> yeah, boy! Does that mean a lot to you, Lendon? <laughs> Finn Balor gets the victory over Bray Wyatt. What do you think of the match? I thought it was a bloody good match. Definitely match of the night so far. I know we've not really had it to. For a match you weren't looking forward to. Yeah, that turned into a really, really good affair. And like I said, hopefully this is over now. Balor proves that he can beat Bray with the face paint off. But, I mean, Bray's game plan was brilliant. Just took a little bit long. Took two coup de grace to put Finn Balor down. But that does mean, Dan, you do get the point. You're 2-1 up. Oh, am I? As you make in your great... Maybe, maybe the greatest comeback in wrestling history. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt as we move on. But I think more excitingly, just seen a video because Oscar is coming. Dan, stupid question, but are you excited for Oscar's arrival on Monday Night Raw? I am very excited, providing they do it right. Yeah, I mean, this is the vital thing, isn't it? The the video packages, everything like that, absolutely brilliant. I can't, kind of Goldberg-esque when he debuted in the WWE, but look what happened to Goldberg. Let's not have the same thing happening to Oscar. And then we're backstage and we see the bar of Sheamus and Cesaro getting interviewed. Seem very confident here tonight, didn't they? Uh, they do indeed, yes. Yeah, and Sheamus and Cesaro... We're saying how they know it's going to be tough here tonight. They know it's going to be hard because they are the ones that set the bar. And Seth Rollins' entrance, not getting a bad reaction. Do you think Ambrose will get any better? 
Van Bryce always gets a good reaction. But it's, it's quite funny that they're coming down separately. Like they're not meeting on the ramp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they haven't got a... Shield. And again, they can't come with a Shield theme tune because otherwise uh, Roman Reigns would be have to come out as well, mm. wouldn't he? So exactly, yeah. But Ambrose and Ronis, what have you thought of their tag team title reign so far? I know they only won it at some. Yeah, it's been good. You know, it's uh, they're still they're still in a rivalry with the bar and also the club. Yeah, the club have got involved recent times, haven't they? You know, we saw it. They main evented Monday Night Raw a few weeks back with these three teams. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I mean, do the bar stand a chance here tonight? I think that is the question. So, I mean, as as we see the bar coming out. We got ask self predictions, and I have gone for Ambrose and Rollins. Ambrose and Rollins. Quite, a, I think, a simple one in this one. Dan, who have you gone for here? Well, I've gone slightly different to you. I've gone Dean and Seth. <laughs> I see how you've gone slightly different there. You see, uh, even though we did put the him first, Dean or Ambrose, Dean and Ambrose with uh, Seth and Rollins. Yeah, I think it's quite an easy one to predict, isn't it? This one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't think it's... I think it's quite common knowledge that Seamus is taking You've a bit of a You've been saying that for months, though. <laughs> I have been saying it for months, but it's, it's bound to come true one day. But he has got filming commitments, and, you know, he might be taking a hiatus due to his filming commitments. So, you know, losing their rematch, it's going to take him out of the picture for now. Yeah, move the club uh, into it as well. I think what we're waiting for, and I don't want to, you know, call too much into the future, but I think with Survivor Series on the horizon, I would love to see a Raw versus SmackDown match. And, of course, with Ambrose and Rollins involved, who's one of the men on uh, Raw that you could do? Roman Reigns could come into <gasps> it, couldn't he? Was that? And then you could have a 4-on-4, four 5-on-5, four, five get two guys eliminated, if it's Strowman, whoever, and then you could have the Shield reunion and the three beating the uh, five of SmackDown. If they want to I do that... I think that would probably be the only cheer Roman Reigns <laughs> yeah. has had since he's been a singles <laughs> exactly. wrestler. Do that then, you know? And then everybody will love Reigns. Uh, he doesn't necessarily have to get the, the winning victory. It could be Ambrose and Rollins. But they must be working towards that because would you be disappointed if just uh, a couple of months down the line they lost the titles and just moved on to other things? You know, like, it's got to end in one or two ways. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah. I'd probably be even more disappointed if they, uh, if they just... Split up again. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, even a hill turn would mean more for Ambrose or even Rollins if one of them turned on each other. Well, again, you know, you could have Ambrose doing it to Rollins. Yeah, like, exactly. So, you know, it's a taste of your own medicine. Triple H has just picked me. But one disappointment, no hardies. No hard. Well, the latest news, thanks for reminding me of that, is Jeff Hardy picked up a shoulder injury and they're now assessing if he needs surgery or not, which is always going to be difficult. Uh, first, your teams, who have we seen, Dan? We've seen the Ruskies, we've seen Funaki, number one announcer. We go along to the French, Ray Rougeau and Gene Bastard. <laughs> yeah, we've seen all of them. Uh, what do you think of Jeff Hardy's injury? Is it going to affect, like you said, you're going to miss the Hardys? Um, I don't know, can Matt go it alone? He might be a bit broken without his brother Nero. But again, with no agreement reached yet to use that gimmick, when's it going to happen? I'll tell you what is interesting though, I think the Royal Tag Team Division have been really unlucky this year. Even with the Hardys involved, because of the revivals injuries throughout the year, they're to come back in December. In a couple of months' time, I think that's going to change things up. A fully fit Jeff Hardy alongside Matt Hardy as well, I think would be good. But I think in the meantime, Ambrose Rollins is going to have to wait for those type of matches and go through teams like The Bar. 
But we haven't done it tonight. Keys to victory, Dan. Where Keys does... to victory. Well, um, Seamus and Cesaro, I think, you know, they do work like a well-oiled machine. And, you know, Beeling Hills, they use their... <laughs> they use their bar. They use their belches. They are the bar. But they use their, you know, dastardly ways as Seamus gets kicked out of the ring by Ambrose. So he picks up Seth Rollins, throws him into the barricade. But Dean comes to his rescue. And then he goes and shuts down Cesaro. But like you said, teaming up to take the, the you know, to make it a handicap match, in essence, Seamus Cesaro. And all credit to him. When we say how difficult it is for two single guys to become a tag team, and they've managed to do it, and especially someone as talented and well-liked as Cesaro, and maybe someone like Seamus that people weren't, you know, getting behind. Well, I think with Cesaro, his people was kind of going off him. And again, you know, we've mentioned it many a times, they had a best of seven series for a title shot, and then Foley was like, no, you can go together, and, you know, you can become a team, and they've what it is <laughs> yeah they have you know on the outside Cesaro has just swung Dean Ambrose into those steel steps and with Seth Rollins already just barely getting to his feet after the attack earlier it's a difficult start do I get bonus ball a uh, bonus point if um, yeah, bonus ball yeah <laughs> if, if a beach ball comes down and Cesaro no goes into ball. the crowd and pops it <laughs> no beach balls allowed at WWE events anymore <laughs> and they're just working down on Dean Ambrose well, I tell you who's as healthy as us. Dean Ambrose at this point in time. 2-1 attack. I mean, to win this, they've got to try and stop the um, superior offence of Ambrose and Rollins. Don't get us wrong. Seamus getting himself like pushed away by the referee. Cesaro choking out Ambrose and then tagging himself in. Oh, and both men delivering a double kick to the midsection of Ambrose. Ambrose and Rollins are WWE Championship material, you know, and both men have got the moveset to say that, you could argue with Sheamus. I think with Cesaro's problem over the years, and Vincent Mann has said this, is personality-wise. You know, like, what do we know about Cesaro still? Even with Sheamus, you mentioned he had a little Liverpool badge on him, so, you you know, you know little facts about that. Even though it's not a good thing, yeah. it's still little little things. Well, you know, again, with Sheamus, he's a Royal Rumble winner. Yes, exactly. Well, Sheamus was put in a position, you could argue, with Roman Reigns about, you know, uh, four or five years ago. Winning the world championship off Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania and trying to have that successful babyface run. And it didn't work out for him. And he, he kind of struggled a lot, even though he was then again WWE champion a couple of years ago when Triple H decided, just for shits and giggles, there we go, I'm going to make him champion. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Weird enough against Roman Reigns, but Cesaro here. Well, I again, know. I think, you know, Cesaro was last year my. He was like my um, underappreciated. Wrestler of the year. In the last year? Exactly. We've seen a lot more. Is Cesaro getting more... Uh, is, is Cesaro better used now than he was a year ago? Um, He's getting more air time. He's getting more match time, which, you know, it's not a bad thing. People are seeing him and noticing him. But I, I think the hill side of him is probably hampering him slightly. Because, yeah, you know, you haven't got the massive Cesaro section signs, which, yeah, you know, it did make him what he was. Uh, and the thing is as well, I think the moveset, the kind of power moves that he can do in the swing are very babyface orientated as well, aren't they, you know? <laughs> but he hardly uses a swing, you know, he swings him around half a swing to whack him into the stairs <laughs> yeah. and to the barricades. But like you said, you do, you know, so no. you've got to be careful to be the hill team. As Ambrose now trying to get over to Seth Rollins. I mean, is this a surprise that it's Ambrose getting worked on as opposed to Seth? Again, you know, can you say one's better than the other? Well, I think at the moment, I think maybe Rollins... 
is... I don't know now. It's difficult, isn't it? Again, you know... <laughs> you would have said Rollins was he... probably more of the chosen one because he's... Don't forget, he's the cover star of the next WWE 2K but game. again, a chosen one. He, you know, he was handpicked by Triple H to turn his back on the Shield. He was, you know, the, the man who was who had his own little monta- uh, entourage. Yes, and uh, right. yeah, 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 J&J. And, you know, it's like he had... He was chosen. Yeah. But well, whereas Ambrose, he's turned up at every event. He's turned up at every live event, you know, and he's, he's been a constant... He's had some great matches, a good match with Jericho in the cage. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get back to that in a sec, because Seth Rollins has just got a hot tag in, and he's diving, springboard in, clothesline, taking down Cesare, taking down Sheamus, and a beautiful move to Cesare, diving to the outside for Sheamus. He's not, he's, he's not slowing swing down. Swing blade, yeah. Well, he hit Cesare with a blockbuster, went outside, took Sheamus out, hit a swing blade, and he's busted Cesaro open. And <laughs> it's bad for Cesaro. But imagine to kick out. Uh. Referee might have to step in and stop this for a second. Seth looked more comfortable than he has in a very long time. Oh, my word. A big elbow from Cesaro, but Seth responds with a kick to the midsection. Gets pushed into Sheamus, who hits Rollins with a big right hand. <laughs> I don't know if that's his mouth busted. The top of his definitely might have bit his tongue there with the impact. Getting a tag out to Sheamus. But like I talked about, Ambrose was the hardest working man. In the WWE last year, this year you could say maybe not in such a prominent position, but maybe that takes the pressure off someone like him and Seth, especially when they know each other, can be on the road together and finally enjoying their matches. But again, who was the man of the show when we watched him live? It was Dean Ambrose and The Miz. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Well, it was Dean Ambrose and The Miz kind of pushed his way into it. Yeah, and Seamus there, going for the Celtic... Not backbreaker, what's it? Irish called? curse backbreaker. The Irish curse backbreaker, like two or three times. Let's see if we can see where Cesaro. He's <laughs> lost a tooth. <laughs> oh. oh no. He's lost his front like Fred. Ambrose knocked one of Cesaro's teeth out, and this certainly is a war. Oh, springboard across. Well, Mick Foley would be proud, wouldn't he, you know? So would Chris Benoit. I think Cesaro might have to wear a mouthpiece in future. He's not very happy about this. No. And now Sheamus going to wear it down. Seth Rollins, you've got to wonder what's that, what effect that's going to have. And I can't imagine what kind of pain he'd be in as well. But he's up on the apron and he's trying to get tagged in. But it's payback though, isn't it? Because it was not Jeff Hardy's tooth out a couple of months ago. So It was, yes, a tooth for a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Sheamus gets a tag in Ooh. Cesaro gets a tag in Cesaro gets Runs a tag in Runs across the ring Big boot Sambro's down Seth Rollins manages to get some separation Goes to his corner for a tag But there's no Ambrose in No Ambrose in at all And Sheamus is in now Picking Rollins up Oh pop up Pop, pop up European uppercut Pop up uppercut <laughs> Sheamus going for the pin Oh Rollins managing to kick out ah. And Ambrose is still down Oh, Cesaro can't believe it. Thought he got the free count there. I think that big boot to Ambrose was a bit of revenge for knocking his tooth out. I think he tried kicking Ambrose's head off his shoulders. <coughs> well, Ambrose still down at ringside. Sheamus now berating the referee. But this gives Seth Rollins a chance. Don't forget the Kingslayer, the man that beat Triple H at WrestleMania. You're going to give him time to recover, are you? And now Sheamus just taunting. Uh-oh. But he has taken too long with Seth, and Seth's managing to fight his way back into it. 
He's shown his picks him up for a power slam, but Seth managing to get out of harm's way. Oh, but Cesaro grabs hold of the back of Seth's trousers. Sheamus comes running in, and uh, Seth sidesteps. Sheamus hits nothing but the ring post. Yeah, Cesaro, Cesaro tags himself in. A blind tag, picks Rollins up, but Rollins lands on his feet. Oh, and Rollins eliminates Cesaro from the Royal Rumble. And now can Seth get the tag to Ambrose? Does he want to take it to the bar? No, he wants to get out of there. He's, he's taken a lot of punishment, but Cesaro in. Finally gets the tag to Sheamus, who's back up, and Ambrose <laughs> gets a tag from Sh- uh, Seth. And now the combination by Ambrose running the ropes. Just running through Sheamus. He's firing all cylinders here, Dan, isn't well, he? Well, just like Seth when he come in from the hot tag. And now stomping the mud hole in him and walking it dry. Oh. Takes out Cesaro <laughs> again. But here comes Sheamus. Oh, eliminates Sheamus from the Royal Rumble. Is Ambrose going to go flying? Does He's he... got that look in his eye. He looks a bit Benoit-y, doesn't he? Is he going to go suicide dive? <laughs> suicide Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> suicide dive. On Sheamus there. How many references to Ben Wilder? Still all started off on the crossways, didn't it? Well, Dean Ambrose certainly has got ruthless aggression. He has. Well, and Cesaro's got toothless aggression. <laughs> 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 Ambrose going to the top. Oh. Oh, he knocked Cesaro down. He was trying to distract him. Now Sheamus looking to put Ambrose away. Is he looking for white noise off the top there? But no, Dean Ambrose. I was just about to say white noise anyway. No, you weren't. And Ambrose firing it off with the back elbows. But Ambrose slips down, crutches himself on the top rope, but he's back up as quick as you like. Oh. Delivers a big elbow, takes Sheamus down. One, two. Oh, but Cesaro breaks it up. And now Cesaro's in. And like I said, he's not happy with Dean. And he's not happy with Rollins as he knocks him off the apron. Referee's got to start getting control here. And maybe it's the worst thing to do, you know what I mean? Uh, what's the saying? There is a saying about injured animals and stuff. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So it's always in. Double powerbomb time to Ambrose. Oh, no. Oh, oh bro kick to Seth. Oh. Dean comes in. Sharpshooter. Well, Ambrose going for the lunatic uh, lariat at that point as well. So always saw it coming. Well, with Rollins out and Ambrose in the middle of the ring. So he powers his way up. Tries crawling to a rope. God, Dino. Well, we should say Cesaro does this move thanks to his late, not his late partner, but thanks to his partner. Oh, for fuck's sake. And now Cesaro turns the <laughs> shot. <laughs> With a missing tooth. Yeah, I know. And a cross face locked in. Uh, is he just doing it on purpose? Cesaro now. But Ambrose will not tap. Oh. oh and he gets his way to the bottom rope. <laughs> Uh-oh, the signal in the end now. Gut wrench. Double powerbomb time. Celtic cross. Oh. Well, that's it. Gets a pin. two. Oh. Oh. Cesaro stops Seth's interference, but Dean Ambrose managing to kick out. Ah. And by the same right, let's do it again. One more time. Seamus Cesaro, like you said at the very start, Dan, a well-oiled team here trying to put away Ambrose and Rollins. Well, aside from a couple of moments... They have had the whole entire match in their control. And now they're looking to finish it and walk away with the tag team titles. Do they go in there and slit his throat? Oh, who's that? Hello? Hello? Cesaro punching Ambrose. Sends him into the ropes, but Dean Ambrose bounces off like a lunatic. Oh, my. And both men are trading blows. A slobber oh. knocker. Oh! <laughs> Ambrose turned himself inside out. 
with that lunatic lariat there. But there's no Seth in his corner to tag. But there is a Sheamus for Cesaro to get in. And this might be it now with no Seth around. Oh. Big knee to the jaw from Sheamus. He's got many Irish curses. Cesaro is going to go off the second. Oh, no. Seth springboarding up. Oh, oh but gets caught. <laughs> I thought we had him in a hurricane runner. But look at Cesaro's strength. White noise. Cesaro. Powers oh. Rollins into Ambrose. One, One two. two. Oh. <laughs> But the man just won't quit and Ambrose manages to get his shoulder up at two. Two. Is it me? Or is it a really, really good tag team match as well? Fucking brilliant tag team match. <laughs> I never thought I'd see that. Well, the power bomb. And Seth Rollins has been used more as a, a crash test dummy in this match than anything else. So I say this is the end. Let's look at the replay. Seth was just holding on. <laughs> Sheamus stepping over Dean Ambrose. This is the end. Is it bro kick time? The fans enjoying it as well. Brogue. 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 But oh. Seth distracting Sheamus. Well, he can barely do anything and Sheamus smirks. Oh, oh. Cesaro comes along with a running double foot stomp. But oh. is a distraction giving Ambrose a chance to get back into it. Oh, look, Cesaro making Rollins watch. He's going to do to Ambrose. This is brilliant. Oh, oh, Ambrose <laughs> drops down onto the deck, averting the white noise. Uh, bro kick, sorry. And now Sheamus got him. Ambrose rolls him up. One, two. two. Oh. oh. Well, Rollins had older Sheamus. Oh. Bro kick from Sheamus to Cesaro. Dirty deeds. Here we Pal. go. Rollins. No, Rollins knee first. Now dirty deeds. Bang. Thank you and good night. One, One, two, two three. three. <laughs> what a fucking match. Hey, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Really, really surprised how good that match was. Both, <coughs> all four men bought it in that one. There was many a time it could have been over. But fair play. Maybe Saint has, maybe Ambrose and Rollins in the tag team division is uh, a brilliant thing. And look at the s- mouth. We saw everything in that match, Dan, didn't we? <laughs> we did, Jess. We saw blood. Sweat and tears from the bar. They did. They paid the price. Oh, just from the bar. Yeah, you can see. Look at the impact. <laughs> Here we go. Slow motion on the ring post. Dink. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and this is why it's called wrestling and it ain't ballet. Exactly. Uh, to his credit, Cesaro stayed into yeah. it and he still looked like a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> Well, when you consider exactly the uh, double power bomb, well, the power bomb and the uh, Irish, Irish curse, Irish curse backbreaker, and everything else we saw, fair play to Ambrose and Rollins. I mean, I mean, if they're having a match like this against the bar, and the bar's so good, then what about when the revival finally return? Eh? What a what a fantastic Indeed, match yes. that's going to be! And will it be a little bit of trouble between Sheamus and Cesaro? Ending broke it to the face. Maybe keep them apart. Give Sheamus. A chance to actually be written off TV this time. <laughs> well, one can only hope. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But I tell you what, if they keep going on, these past two matches, for me, have surpassed expectations. We should say, prediction-wise, I oh know they're still a team, bless them. Uh, prediction-wise, Dan, you get another point. I get points. So you're still 3-2 up, but there's still so much to play for here. Of course, the two huge, so many calibre matches we've got. And, of course, Reigns versus Cena. 
which is going to be... See, what well, I was saying, though, they're building up the other matches, but these matches didn't get any build to them, and yet they was awesome. They really like, were. You know, the Balor Bray yeah. match. The Miz-Jason Jordan was... Yeah. It, it was over. It was a match. It was over it got too bad, didn't it? You know, But the crowd, like you said, really heated up. Loved this one. So I'm expecting maybe next the Cruiserweight title to bring it and then the three big main events. But yes, yeah, two great matches. Yeah, two, uh, absolutely. And if there's paid for you, like I said, I've got high hopes for the two big matches. So at the moment, there's paid for you could really get somewhere. Oh, but up next, Dan, it is a Women's Championship Fatal Five Way. Alexa Bliss defends against Nia Jax, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Emma. And let's have a look at the promo. The following contest is scheduled for one fall, and it is for the Raw Women's Championship. You could get high or you could get low. You could stay young or you could grow old. Let it go. Cause I'm a, I'm a go for broke. You could go hard or you could go home. You could live life or you could just fold. Let it go. Cause I'm a, I'm a go for broke. Alexa Bliss, the champ center of the ring. Sasha Banks versus the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Explain to me how Sasha gets a title opportunity at No Mercy before I do. No offense, but according to my Twitter feed, 
no one was talking about you last week. The internet was buzzing, but it was over the woman who single-handedly started the women's revolution. You don't just come in here asking for opportunities. The two of you are going to team up together tonight to take on Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. The two of you win, I will guide you to the match. Tag made by Emma. Off the way, drop. Emma's legal. Looking to steal the glory. And she does. I did start the women's revolution. Guess what? Emma tag match is over. And as you said, Corey, every woman for herself. Raw should be Nia and Alexa show. And no mercy should be featuring the two of us in a one on one match. Just like I've always wanted. You know that one on one match you've just been dying to have with me? Well, I actually spoke to Kurt Angle, and that match happens next week. No mercy. This is Sunday when I eliminate each and every one of you. That title is gonna have a permanent call. Look, I don't want Emma or Nia in this kind of picture. Because if it's just me and you not ring, I will beat you again. And come to Marcy, I will make you scream when I make you tap out. It's all about me. And Miss Bliss, I'm ready to take my rightful place at the top of the Royal Women's Division. Long live Alexa Bliss. The one, the only goddess of WWE. thought we was having a fatal four-way match but it's turned into a fatal five-way thanks to the returning Bailey, who had a shoulder separated by Nia Jax they all teamed together to take out their competitor uh, Bliss, Banks and Bailey. Bliss tried to think she was part of the team but she got unlawfully turned on by them two bitches. Right anyway it's been an interesting build-up hasn't it Dad? We had what we knew was the um, Nia Jax association with Bliss coming to an end. Jax saying that she wants to be her own woman now and taking out Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss finds herself alone. We've got Emma, the popular um, Australian, made her way up from NXT many a year ago, now finally getting her chance. It's great to see her, but she's been forgotten about now because, like you said, they introduced Bailey to it as well. So there wasn't enough uh, women and storylines story going involved in that. Bailey came back from shoulder injury, which she suffered at the hands of Nia Jax, looking for revenge here tonight. And, of course, Sasha Banks, the woman with possibly the worst record in women's championship matches and reigns, is going to try and get the title here again. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Who is the biggest threat to Bliss's title here tonight, Dan? Without um, giving away predictions, just off the top of your head. Well, I think the biggest threat is going to be Emma getting pinned too easy. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Because, you know, I think Emma's only here because she's the full girl. Well, I've gone Emma. No. <laughs> uh, well, in very interesting. Well, I think the most dominant one will be Nia Jax. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it in recent weeks. Like, even pinning, like you said, pinning Alexa Bliss on Monday Night Raw. Sends a statement that she can get the job done one-on-one. And it'll be interesting to think if they might do a team-up on her like they did maybe Strowman 
or Corbin in recent times. Four Indeed, against one. Yes. Um, is it, what was it? Is it Fatal Five? Is it Fatal Five? Fatal right? Five, five yeah. So it's not Five by Elimination. Is it five-way elimination? Or no, is it... it's not. It's just a fatal five-way. Okay, so only one full. So like you said, Emma get caught out, but it could be Bailey. She might be a bit ring rusty, you know, and Nia Jax. But, uh, <laughs> Dan, predictions. Who you gone for in this one? Well, James, I have gone. Alexa White. Well, she doesn't exist, Dan, all right? So I can't accept that as a prediction. Oh, right, fair enough, Liz. All right. I have gone for... Ah! Alexa Bliss, uh, why have you gone, well, I've, I've not much, you know, why have you gone there, Alexa Bliss, and please be sensible. Because I love her. <laughs> no, Dad, please. No, um, <clears throat> I think she gets such a good reaction, you know, aside from the over-the-top facey Bailey and the legit boss, I think Alexa Bliss causes such a good reaction wherever she goes. Uh, it'd be silly to strip the title off her now. Uh, especially only when it, especially only when it, not even at the last pay-per-view, but a couple of weeks afterwards on Raw. Yeah, she kind of needs a defend. This five-way, usually you say the champion's at threat, but in weird way, if you look at statistics, the champion's got more chance of retaining, really, haven't they? And like you said, you, you're reckoning, what, Bliss over MLM to protect everybody else? Indeed, yes. All right, so that's what Bliss has to do. I think for me, yeah, Bliss has to uh, just get out there any means necessary. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a dominant Nia Jax and then, like you said, Bliss picking up the pieces. Or they might change it. We've not seen a total change yet. This is the uh, third title match. match. We've still got a couple still to come. But they've been building it up. And let's see if it's any good. The bell rings. Bliss gets out of the ring. They They all fake. Yeah, and they all face off with Nia Jax. Well, it's been really weird crowd reaction. You would say uh, Emma got cheers, be credit, but half were quiet. Uh, Bailey got cheers, half were quiet. Banks got cheers, got cheers, booze a bit surprising. And Jax got cheers, but obviously the overwhelming popular one was Alexa White, uh, Alexa Bliss. Here we go. How are we going to start this off? Oh, we and were Emma wrong. Emma turns her attention to Bliss and. Bailey and uh, Banks turn her attention to Jax, who oh. she quickly fights off and then slams Bliss in the corner, but gets caught with a drop kick by the other three girls. So Bliss is out, Jax is out, and now Emma, Bailey, and Banks. This might be unfair advantage for Bailey and Banks to be able to team up together, take out the other girls. Well, there can only be one winner, James, so they can't um, they can't team up for too long. That's true, and Emma knows all about Banks and Bailey. Tea. Oh, three-way test of strength. Yeah, oh... Oh, Emma kicking Bailey away. But Banks slapping the chest of Emma. There was no excuse for a match like this to be slow either, do you know what I mean? It shouldn't be slowed down. We haven't had a match really that slow yet, so let's hope they keep up the pace here. Now, Emma's out the ring. What are these two women going to do? Are they going to face off? Well, let's see what happens between these two best friends. We've gone out before and had classic encounters. Well, three of whom are on our top 25 women. And now Banks dodging Bailey. Big boot to Bailey's face. Jack's recovering though, like the monster from the abyss, picking Banks up, going to slam her into the barricade. And that's Banks eliminated from the match, and she's going to turn women whose arms she dislocated. And Banks, you can see the strapping on the arms, <coughs> trying to fight Nia Jax. Headbutts Bit... Bailey's shoulder. Yeah, and that's how clever Nia Jax is. Knows the spot she injured because she injured it. Yeah. 
But Emma comes into her credit, jumps on the back of Jax. Well, Emma is, you know, probably the least well-known at all these, but I'll give her some credit. She is tough. She will not back down. She gets caught by Nia Jax with oh, her hair. Nia grabs out of her hair, but Emma fights her way out of it. Oh, Ooh, but gets caught with a Bobby Roode spine buster. Oh, that is a thing of beauty. And Nia Jax saying, no, that's not going to work. Talking of things of beauty, in comes Bliss to stop the count for Jax before she even gets a chance to cover Emma. But this is an unfair size advantage, though. Bliss is dwarfed by Nia Jax. Oh, but that doesn't stop her. She goes to try and plant Jax with a DDT, but gets stopped in her tracks. Yeah, exactly. Look at the paranoia, Jax, saying, you want to play You want to play with a real woman girl? Then come on, let's have it. That's what she shouts at her. Oh! oh throws her over her shoulder. Oh, my. Gets splashed in the corner. God and Emma. Oh! She gets caught as well. Oh! Bliss for the boot to Jax. Do I get a bonus point if the winner of this match... Oscar then comes out and has a face-to-face with him. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? No. <laughs> Bliss, you would kill Bliss. Bliss getting caught. We're talking about Oscar killing Bliss. Now Jack's trying to do it now. Oh. But Jack's aware to that and throws Bliss into Banks. And now she's got both of them on her shoulder. Oh, my God. Look at the power. Look at this. She does a squat. Oh. <laughs> And a double Samoan slam. We've seen John Cena doing things like this, but we've never seen it from the no. women. And that is very impressive. That is very, very impressive. By the kind of shit she needs to do. And Bailey's doing the stuff she needs to do at the moment, putting Nia Jax down. Maybe one of the only few women who have beaten Nia Jax Bailey, of course. But she's just got caught by a gut wrench. And you would say Nia Jax, it's just experience she needs to get because she's got the raw abilities, you know? <laughs> oh, she goes to suplex Bailey, but she carries on and she's got a front face lock. Yeah, she's just trying to put Jax down. Nia powering up, though. Oh, the ropes get some separation, but you don't have to break it, Bailey. Well, exactly. Anything goes. We're just looking for a pinfall. And she's submission. hanging up Jax on the top rope. Oh, but look at Emma's got the leg. And now Banks and Bliss, and they're trying to eliminate her. Wow, it took four <laughs> women to eliminate Jax from the Royal Rumble. That is something I'd love to see, well, the women's Royal Rumble. That, yeah, I think they've got to go there now. There's the amount of women that's available as Bliss and Emma. Oh. Team up, throw Banks into Bailey. Might be a new team. They're looking at each other. Of course, Emma used to be friends with Dana White. Bliss with Nia Jax. Bliss friends with Daniel White. Exactly. Beautiful butterfly suplex by Emma. Oh, Bliss goes for the cover, but Emma breaks it up. Well, could Bliss try to steal it from Emma? That wasn't fair. Well, it's every woman for herself. Well, now it is pushing contest. Oh. Slap the taste out of her face, Bliss. Well, Bliss just did that, and Emma boots to the midsection. She's going to make Bliss pay. Oh, oh running kick. Yeah, beautiful drop kick. Going to get the cover. Oh, nearly there. I nearly saw... A free count. Banks back in the ring. Emma looks to put her down. Oh, both women. Exchanging big right hands. Emma getting the better of that exchange, though. And there's me discounting Emma. I think she's putting a good performance so far. She's brilliant. And now trying to take Nia Jax down. Uh, maybe that won't work. Jax just up with the headbutt. She's going to springboard back in, maybe? No. <laughs> she's got Emma. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, no, not this. Oh, my God. Oh, super, trying to suplex Emma out, but Emma's fighting for dear life. Delivers a big knee to the face of Jax. Oh, rolls out the apron. No, Emma. No. Oh, <laughs> tries with all her might to powerbomb Jax. Oh, and now Bailey helping. Bailey gets a tree no. trunk. No. 
And look at Bliss Banks. and Banks, yeah. they're conspiring. Drop oh, it. fuck me. They folded Jacks up. Four women it took to fold Jacks up. Oh, my word. I don't think I've ever seen a move like that before. God, no. Delivered to Nia Jax. <coughs> the impact there. Oh, my word. She was folded up like an accordion. She was on those wafer-thin mats as well. It is nearly pure concrete there. It is, and she got folded up in half. She kneed herself in the head <laughs> in the process. <laughs> she kneed herself in the head. Who would have thought we would have said that about Nia Jax? As now, with Nia Jax eliminated... We're going to have a four-woman standoff. It's just like Brock Lesnar getting eliminated from a fatal five-way match, coming in and ruining everyone. I know, and Emma just drop-kicking Banks out of the ring. Bailey going to Emma for a bit of revenge. Bliss oh, stopping that. Emma trying to cheekily roll oh. up Bliss. Oh. Bliss returns a favour. No, Emma kicking out. Uh. And Bliss... She's got vicious side to her, you know. Of the year. As we've seen, and now, oh, slamming Trips Emma. Emma. Oh. Slamming her down, but walking straight into Bailey. Oh. oh. Who suplexes her into the bottom turnbuckle, leg first. Yeah, but she can't see Emma. Now Emma. Double underhook on Bailey. Oh. Throws her over. Well, the Emma lock is something she loves to use. But at the moment, it'd be a bit difficult, especially when you talk to the crowd. Get a run up. Oh, oh. running cross body takes out Bailey and Bliss. Let's go for the cover. Bailey. Oh. Bailey manages to kick out. Oh. Banks is back on the apron trying to get her way back into this match. Yeah, Bailey's gone out the ring in a second. There we go. Plop. And now it's Banks. <laughs> so these two women, then we get the kick. Oh, caught by Banks. Knee to the face. Bulldog. That's your Banks there showing. Her ability and then showing that huge knee Running to Emma. Knee. Oh, but Bliss into break it up. Saving her title. <coughs> well, like I said, I think Bliss has been basically on defence the majority of this match, just stopping any covers. And now look at her and Banks staring at each other. they got unfinished business from SummerSlam and the Raw after. And Banks going for the bank statement. Oh, but Bliss fighting out with some brutal big rights and lefts. That's a lovely four. A bit too long. Oh, gets caught in the bank statement, though. No! Can someone save her? Well, Jax is out. Emma's just gone. Bailey's nowhere to be seen. Oh! There she comes. And Bailey comes in. Hits Tries Banks. to get the victory for herself. Oh. But Bliss managing to kick out. Uh, like Bailey said, to Bailey. Any means necessary. This is it. One, two. Oh! But Banks with a kick to the midsection. Tries her luck on Bliss. Oh, oh but Bailey breaking out this time. Uh-oh. No, Jax is back in. And, and she is pissed off. <laughs> yes. Throws Bailey. Oh. Slat splashes her in a corner. I think this is Jax at the moment. Going for the slam on... Oh, no. Oh, atomic leg drop. One, two. Oh, oh, but Emma in to save at the last second. Second. And unbelievable. Now Bliss throwing Emma out the ring. And now she's setting the sights on Nia Jax. Is she? No, Jax setting the sights on her. Oh! Bliss dodges Nia Jax. Oh, I think the top of Jax's head hit the ring post. Thoughts on the ring move. Oh. oh! Bliss throws Bailey into Emma. One. One. Two. two three. three. <laughs> yeah, my girl. She gone did want it for her daddy. <laughs> Bliss retains... In another, I mean, i got to make sure I'm watching the right thing here. In another cracking match, Dan, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, it was fucking amazing. It really was. It, it was beautiful. Everybody was, 
Everybody was used right in that one. Emma, someone you discredited at the start of it, put in a hell of performance. Most definitely, yeah. And, I'll, I'll take it back, Emma, I'm sorry. And could have got the job done a number of times. We saw Nia Jax being the absolute monster that she is as well. Uh, not involved in the pin, of course. Bailey getting pinned by Bliss. We saw the interaction with Banks. And it looks like Bliss standing over Bailey as like a kind of message of things to come, maybe. But, I mean, just some of the moves we saw in there, like we're seeing replay now. Of the double Samoan drop. I mean, Jax, she, she was used perfectly in that match. <coughs> she, I think for me, Nia Jax was the star of the show here. You know, the, the beautiful power moves. And in the end, though, Bliss showing her... The intelligence uh, of Bliss. Exactly. Using, we see exactly what she did. Nia Jax in the ring post. Bailey into a DDT, which Bliss has beaten Bailey with before. And you've got to ask yourself, but maybe Bailey isn't cut out to be in the Royal Women's Division because she always seems to come up at the moment in last place. But it's just to see what's going on. And here we have the only woman that could ever beat Oscar, Little Miss Bliss. Well, Bliss being interviewed now by Renee Young. Well, there's only one true goddess in WWE, and that's Alexa Bliss. That's what she says, but Bliss... I talked about this about an hour ago. Oscar is coming to get you. <laughs> so <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Uh, what a great cut of what a great fucking card it's turning into now. Yes, you know, we got warmed up gently yeah. by the first couple of matches, but the next three have been off the scale. And if that's a tale of things to come, we're going to have a, Another good match with John Cena and Reigns, and then it's going to turn it down a bit with Enzo and Yes, but then, of course, Strowman and Lesnar, uh, it's two Nia Jacks going against each other. It's going to be... It is. I think that's going to be a cracker, but... It's going to be a cracker. It's going to be a cracker, on this. So, yeah, I mean, it will be Cena and Reigns next. I have no doubt in my mind. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Well, of course, seeing No Mercy 2005, Eddie Guerrero's last... WWE pay-per-view. Alright, so up next, Dan, it is a WrestleMania-level main event. It's the first of two, and it's going to be John Cena versus Roman Reigns. And let's have a look at the promo. This is John Cena, one of the many accounts who could be looking to knock on the door of opportunity. This the tremendous anticipated debut of Roman Reigns out of Pensacola, Florida. John Cena is United States Champion! Roman Reigns is the United States Champion! Cena has won the Royal Rumble! Reigns has won the Royal Rumble! Since Roman Reigns has stepped foot in a ring, Roman Reigns has been the blue chip prospect that has been protected against anyone and everyone that steps in his path. 
And that is why I want to fight Roman Reigns because I know that Roman Reigns don't want to fight me. The two most polarizing figures in WWE today are in the same arena at the same time. Usually, another superstar comes out here and calls John Cena out. That way they can make a name for themselves, but you came here. You came to Monday Night Raw and you called me out. And I wonder why that is. Maybe it's because I'm selling the tickets that you haven't sold in five years. You're not as big of a deal as you think you are. You're a phony. You're a yes man. He's a part-time and fake-ass. And I'll be damned if I don't box my ass every single week so you can hang out on the Today Show. Then jump on a big old bus. So maybe it's not that I don't want to fight you. Maybe I just don't need to. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. I'll say this to your face, Roman Reigns. I don't respect you. I blame you. I'm still here because you can't do your job. Dude, the only person living a lie here is you. You come out here and say it's your yard. You come out here and say you're the guy. They don't agree so much. Is there any room in that clouded, protected, conceited brain of yours for you to actually see what the hell is going on here? Or do I have to beat some common sense in two? Now we're talking, John. Do it. Come on. Do it. Right here, right now. This is your moment to finally back up your big mouth. Do it. Just like I thought, you're all talk, John. And that's why I don't respect you. John Cena, Roman Reigns, no mercy in Los Angeles. This matchup has become extremely personal. And no mercy, consider me like a drug test, Holmes. You ain't getting past me. You're not as strong, as fast, as good as you say or think you are. WWE can make it without you. So I want to hear their entrance to see who actually is the good guy, but... It's been a, it's been a quite a good build up to this match, hasn't it? You know, it has. Yes, you know, neither man has uh, laid hands on each other. They've teamed up once. They've both gone against Jason Jordan. You know, they've they've both been battling on the mic, so to speak. Yes, they have. I mean, Cena had the better advantages of it, it to begin with, didn't he? You know, with the kind of cutting down of Reigns, but Reigns has responded in recent weeks. Of course, John Cena not being on Monday Night Raw. Last time, last Monday out, I think kind of gave Reigns a little bit of an advantage. But, I mean, they're trying to build it up as, like, very similar. Do you see similarities between John Cena and Roman Reigns? You know, there are some sort of similarities. Don't get me wrong. But you could find similarities with any two wrestlers. Uh, apart from anyone and Neville, because 
uh, apart. Yeah, no, I, I think you're partly right. Yeah, I think to try and build it up as kind of like Reigns has done. Has Reigns... I know they're both supposed to be the faces that run the places, but they've both been faces that they don't people don't want to run the place. It's yeah. like when before John Cena was the face that run the place, everyone loved him, like Roman Reigns. But now they've been pushed into the spotlight, people don't like them. Well, I think this is the thing, you know, just because they're Vincent Mann's choices, I mean, they are very different, even though, you know, people do see him as similar. Saying, like, the 16-time title reign of Cena is the equivalent of Reigns beating the Undertaker at WrestleMania. But you were saying something about that the other day, weren't you, as well? Well, yeah, you know, Reigns didn't beat Undertaker in his prime. Reigns, you know, effectively beat Undertaker in one of his last matches, and the Undertaker must have been about 78. Yeah, I know. Right. It's like, I don't think he would have stood a chance if it had been Undertaker's fifth, sixth, seventh, yes, eighth yeah. match. Yeah, a bit like when the legend killer, you know, when Walton faced WrestleMania 21. If it was yeah. then, you'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you but know? everyone's told Randy Orton, you know, you're going to win this match, but Randy was like, no, I've got too much respect for the Undertaker. <laughs> so, this is the thing, and Reigns took that victory... As Cena comes out here, quite a positive reaction. I'm expecting a huge reaction when they, you know, square off and stuff. This is one of the few dream matches, and I know people don't like the phrase dream matches. They don't like the phrase WrestleMania level. Well, as far as saying dream matches, I think this is a WWE dream match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know, because I'd see a dream match as AJ Styles versus Nakamura. But your but a dream match would be like Brian versus Bret Hart as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe oh, that'd yeah. be something where you think, oh, that would be good. But th- there's very few matches like this left in the WWE because they rely on the old stars so much. With the push of Cena in recent times beating people like the guys being put on that level, no one else has reached that level yet, have they? The new guys. You could even argue seeing Punk, Randy Orton never got to kind of where John Cena is looked upon in wrestling history. Will they do the same with Roman Reigns? Is that what they're trying to do? Have him beaten these people and say, look, this is how good he is. He's beaten the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Now he faces John Cena. You know, Reigns has main-evented the past three manias. But then again, John Cena is John Cena. It really is a battle of, you know... Yeah, but has young Roman Reigns deservedly main-evented past three papers? But I think it's the WWE crowd as well that makes the trouble because if you look at uh, the 2014 Rumble when Batista won, Reigns was the last in the last two there and they fucking loved him because they wanted him to win. A year later now they want to get, you know, WWE wants to get behind him. They're booing him. Is it because the fans want to pick the champion? And if so, then who? Who's going to step up and be the guy to take over? You know what I mean? Like, who is the goal? The t-shirts, the the memorabilia, the tickets... Is it Roman Reigns? Let's see what reaction he gets, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think this is going to be the second loudest boo you hear tonight. I know. The first boo is when the music plays. The bigger (laughs) boo is when he actually shows his face. All right, Dan. So as Reigns comes to the ring with a very negative reaction, I'm going to tell you I've gone for on this one. It might be a little bit of a surprise, but I have gone for Roman Reigns. James, I have gone... For Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, yeah. I mean, again, it makes more sense with a Reigns victory uh, than it does John Cena. Why have you gone Roman Reigns for? Again, you know, if WWE want to push Reigns to be the face that runs the place, he's got to to be the man, James. Woo! You've got to beat the man. (laughs) Well, if I could do a Dan, uh, John Cena's scheduled to take some time off (laughs) after this match. So I think Reigns beating him 
Cena disappears to do the Bumblebee movie or whatever that is. Uh, not whatever that is, that's obviously, I know what Bumblebee movie. Anyway, to go do the movie and then come back, Royal Rumble time. Reigns gets a victory. And like we say, we set up the Ambrose Rollins Reigns angle for Survivor Series and at least get him some cheers before the year end because he ain't going to get any cheers when he wins the Rumble and he ain't going to get any cheers when he beats when? Scott Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah, that shadow of that, that's what they're doing. I was thinking about this the other day, and even though WWE like to say, oh, we haven't decided this, we haven't decided that, it's obvious Reigns, like we've been saying, is going to be at WrestleMania in the main event for the fourth year in a row. And to beat an Undertaker and John Cena in the same calendar year is is a fact. I don't think many men... Well, to beat Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yes. And, then and to beat John Cena. Beat John Cena. When we know about Cena's track record of only losing, what, Seven times on television in the past ten years, whatever that is. Nakamura. Nakamura beat him, yes, you're right. So Cena is coming off a loss there, but he did beat Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Reigns hasn't been... We've talked about his bad pay-per-view record as well recent times. He's only been... Since beating the Untaker at WrestleMania, he's not won on pay-per-view. But it's a great atmosphere, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, brilliant reception. <laughs> it's like a big match. You can hear the crowd getting into it. Cheer when they're just about to start. So how's this match going to go down? I mean... Uh, keys to victory. Who's going to have to do what to win? Uh, well, John Cena's going to have to be Superman to win. And Roman Reigns is going to have to hit the Superman punch. But who do you, who's going to get worked on? Is it going to be Reigns dominant over Cena? Will it be Cena working down Reigns? Will it be just move for me? Or? Uh, I don't know. John Cena does like to take a beating. That's what I was thinking, you know. And then, But the crowd to then get on, on Reigns' back during the match as well. So it is difficult. I I'll be. I would love it, right? I would love it if it was a move for move type match. Both men just trying to, you know, I mean, take it to the other one. But no disrespect to both men, have they got what it takes to have a move for move match? I think because John's only got about five, six I, moves in his repertoire. Yeah, but and Reigns, Reigns has, has, yeah. I think Cena has. We've seen it with other wrestlers. The question is, can he pull it out of Roman Reigns tonight? Reigns has had a great matches as well. And this is the thing, they've, you know, obviously they've been told to go out there, you've got as long as you want, you know. Oh, yeah, we'll cut the Enzo match if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. We cut Enzo. Cena's walking away. Why is John Cena walking away? Roman Reigns is going to go and track him down, though. Well, maybe this is what Cena wants, you know, trying to get into his head. As Reigns now, oh! One uppercut sends John Cena halfway back to the ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might cure Connor there with that shot to the face as Reigns but Cena goes into the ring, Roman following him. And like, move. Oh my word. John Cena is selling that uppercut there. <laughs> <laughs> he is annoying. <laughs> it? Walk around, Reigns. Oh. Knocked off his feet. Does John Cena now realise the power of Roman Reigns? Maybe he's never been in there with a man that powerful before. He's been in there with Umaga. He has been in there, but he's beaten Umaga. He hasn't beaten Reigns. Even in the Shield days. Cena never got a victory over, and in one-on-one situations this is the first time they're meeting one-on-one and it's the same John Cena who beat Nexus who it's seven-on-one whoever that is so yeah. it just shows the toughness is Reigns who suplexes Cena oh gets a two count early on two and Reigns is in his prime as well we like we talked about with the Undertaker it, it's not John Cena here who, well, John who, Cena, he's like a what, fifteen, sixteen year exactly. veteran. Exactly, it's not the one. It's not the man who was, you know, ten years ago WWE champion for a year. This is a guy who is now a part timer. So, if someone who said to the Rock, he never would become one, and he has, and maybe Reigns is making him pay. You're, You're gonna, gonna pay. pay. You're, You're gonna, gonna pay. pay. There's no forgiveness this time. And Reigns, I don't think John Cena's got 
a single offensive move in in this match yet. No, Reigns all over Cena, and Reigns looks pumped up, but not getting the reaction that he wants. And he throws Cena all the way to the outside, dumping the trash. I think this is the most I've seen Reigns taunting at the moment, you know? Even saying to the crowd, come on. But that's the thing, you know, I don't think Roman Reigns has earned self-worth yet. I don't think he's proved himself. But I don't think he's had bad matches when he's, you know, been on top or when he's been facing people. I think he's been all right. Yay! Cena gets an <laughs> offensive move in. Well, an offensive move. He reverses an Irish whip that was meant to send him into the stairs, throws Reigns in, and the stairs go flying. Well, Reigns in a little bit of trouble now. Like I said, with Super Cena, just managed to take the punishment and fight back. But I don't think now Ra- he's walking around as if nothing's happened in the match so far. <laughs> and now Cena got an Irish whip. Reigns. No! Oh, but Reigns reverses the momentum and sends Cena into the steel steps. <laughs> and now John Cena... Recovering from those still stairs. Reigns stalking him like the Terminator. John Cena's one offensive move remains that throughout the match. Now Reigns saying, is that what you got? And now look at Roman Reigns, Dan. He's smirking. He hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just smiling at Cena. Well, he's got a John Cena in his hand and he pushes him in the ring. And this suits John Cena at the moment. Are you going to pin him after that? No, you're not. And John Cena with the kick out. Ah. Just slowly stalking John Cena. One match I'd like to see, Kurt Hawkins versus Oscar. The, defi- <laughs> the, de- the defeated streak against the undefeated streak. And he gets the job done. You have failed this, silly. That's what Roman Reigns is saying to John Cena. And John Cena having to use Roman Reigns to climb up. Reigns just knocks him down with a big right hand. Oh, and again, another huge right hand by Roman Reigns. Maybe he's thinking this is too easy, but we've seen this from John Cena countless of times. We've seen him get beaten down and always turn it around. All he needs is a five-knuckle shuffle. Exactly. And then he can come out and have a match. (laughs) Roman Reigns, though, standing over John Cena, saying, is this Cena, is it? Put you down with a right hand. Third offensive move. And John Cena fighting back now. Oh, A big kick to the midsection and a kick to the chin sends Cena back to the mat. Oh, John Cena managing to get his shoulder up at two, though. Two. Roman Reigns just saying, yeah, all right, you try to stop me then. I just I quickened it up, quickened the pace. You couldn't hang with me. Roman Reigns seemed to enjoy the punishment here of Cena. I don't think it's just about a victory. It's about all this kind of thing we've seen in the past couple of weeks. Trying to put Reigns down. He's going to show Cena. See, look, John Cena's thinning on top. It means business, and you're right, yeah. He is thinning on top there. Maybe that's why he's trying to grow the hair out. It's his last attempt to. As Reigns has got that huge arm just locked around John Cena. Just trying to squeeze all the blood out. But Cena's been there, done that. And he's recovering. Oh, he has got some strength. He's managing to break the Roman Reigns headlock. Oh, oh Cena catches Reigns' boot. Shoulder block, shoulder block. Oh, oh but gets caught with a big punch. <laughs> For Cena, to his credit, it's back to his feet, yeah, but, but not for long. Exactly. Without a huge clothesline by Reigns. Reigns with a tongue out seemed to enjoy it. Irish whipped. Oh, ducks the punch attempt and another shoulder block. This time gets two in a row. Calls him up, misses the punch, slams him down. You can't see me. Yeah, he wants to go for it, doesn't he? And the fans responding. Been it's a little too long. They've been a little bit quiet in the early going, I would say. Maybe come back. John Cena... And it sounds like the whole crowd was getting in on the You Can't See Me. Uh-oh. Roman Reigns, though, straight up. Samoan drop. 
Oh. oh. Goes for the cover, but Cena managing to kick out. Uh, but Reigns just has that power. And he's not intimidated by John Cena, Dan. You know, I'm not intimidated by John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Ten huge clotheslines in the corner for Reigns. Now he's going to use the ropes. Oh no! But Cena catches him, bounces. You can't see me. Punches <laughs> without even using the ropes this time. Well, you know what moves after they can't see me. The F. No, but Reigns with the backslide. Oh, oh and delivers a thunderous kick to the head of the balding Cena. Well, maybe Superman punches like, no, nah, I'm just going to boot. His head off. Reigns just trying to get his bearings back. And you see little kids trying to cheer John Cena on. As Reigns, what's he looking for now? Is he looking to load up the Superman punch? Reigns going to go for it on Cena. Oh, but Cena ducks it, catches him in the STF. Locks it in oh, deep. Oh, no. Right in the middle of the ring, Roman Reigns. Nowhere to go. And Cena's locked in nice and tight. Tight. John Cena now. Pulling Reigns back. Oh, my God. John Cena's got Roman Reigns. Tap, your bitch. Tap. And Reigns is going to go. Ask him, ref. Ask him. Has anybody tested Roman Reigns like this? And look at Cena. Reigns managing to fight out, though. Rolls through and with a incredible strength, picks Cena up and slams him down. Goes for the cover. Oh. oh. Kick out. Uh. Well, beautiful set-out powerbomb there by Roman Reigns. And you talk about John Cena's power. Reigns saying, this is what I've got in my Samoan tank. And now both men down. Who's going to get to their feet first? This has turned into a slugfest. Both of these men. And Reigns with a punch. Cena with a punch. And now Roman Reigns with a punch. And now John Cena with a punch. Oh, but now Roman Reigns with a kick. And now John Cena with the punch. Oh, but Reigns responds with another punch. John Cena responds with a miss. And Reigns now go for the slam. Oh. oh, but Cena showing his incredible power. Catches Reigns. Chucks him onto his shoulder. F you. Oh, he's got him. One, One two, four. <laughs> John Cena wins rewire. John Cena, uh, Roman Reigns. Kicks out uh. at the very last possible second. When's the last second. time it took um, an AA to beat someone? You know, one AA. It's been a while. It's normally AA rolls through, picks him up again. Exactly. AA. A? A. In a. this type of match, though, A, this t- type of match off the top rope with an AA, I might say might not even get the job done, but very impressive by John Cena. He's definitely got Reigns reeled. <laughs> Cena has no support unless it's against Roman Reigns. <laughs> exactly. If he could fight Reigns each week, he'd be the most cheered man in the world. You put Jason Jordan in this match, this becomes the most confused triple threat in history. <laughs> As John Cena looking to go, <coughs> Cena to go to the top. He only pulls this move out on special occasions. Leg drop. Oh. Oh. Gets caught in a power bomb though. One, two, oh. kick out. Oh. But Reigns senses his chance. Backs up into the corner. Is it time? Loads up the fist. Ready for Superman punch attempt number two. Well, and the Superman is trying to get back to his feet. Turns around. Pow! Right in the kisser. <coughs> One, two, kick <coughs> out. And now Roman Reigns. Some of the Superman punch. Ooh-rah! I wonder what it could be time for. Is Reigns going to make... The impact on Cena, or is Cena playing possum? 
Here comes Reigns. Oh! Oh, but Cena sidesteps, sends Reigns straight into the ring post. I think that must have separated his shoulder. He might have lost a tooth there as well, Reigns on impact. Same post as Aro got. <laughs> that post hates wrestlers. Can he take advantage of this now, Reigns, in all sorts of trouble? Trouble, 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 trouble. Trouble. And John Cena. Oh, dragging Reigns up to the top. Is he going to go for his super AA? I said this might be the only way to get Reigns beat. And he is propping him up there. And this could be deadly for Reigns. Oh, my God. The power of Cena compels you. Oh, my God. It's got him. Oh, there we go. Pow! That's it. One, um, two, ja! Oh! Reigns managing to kick out ah. of the super AA. Oh, my word. But what did we say moments earlier with the AA not getting the job done? My word. Reigns is superhuman. I have never. I have never. Hey. Never seen anybody kick out of the super oh. AA, of the SAA, the super attitude adjustment. But the fans want Cena. No, no the fans aren't happy. One, One more, more time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fans love him. And Cena says to the fans, oh, that's nice. That was to me. He looked in the hard camera and winked. Oh, my God, he's going to send the fans crazy. <laughs> Cena is getting rid of the monitors on the announce He's table. He's monitoring, si- monitoring the situation, you would say, James. <laughs> oh! Now he's checking the uh, German one. He's monitoring the situation. <laughs> monitoring the situation! <laughs> oh, no! I need my notes. Don't take the pencil. Oh, the pen is on <laughs> the floor. You took Larry. Well, we've seen an attitude adjustment straight in the ring. So an attitude adjustment off the second right. Are we going to see an attitude adjustment... On the announce table, through announce table. I hope so. If they destroy the announce tables, what are Lesnar and Stroma going to use in a bit? <laughs> exactly. Well, Cena's got Reigns up. Oh, fighting out. Oh. Spear! <laughs> Fucking hell. Reigns landed dead on his head. I think he broke his neck. I think Reigns just broke his neck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Roman Reigns there, like you say, pushing Cena and then spearing him all the way to hell. In a cell, which is our next pay per view. Yes, and who are you looking forward to the show at Memphis coming as much? Reigns with the backslide, spearing <laughs> Cena, landing on his head. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Can we see a slow motion replay? I think Reigns must have shortened his neck at least a few inches. Uh, Reigns is now the same. <laughs> Reigns is under six foot now, but he's using Barry Cade to get to his feet. <laughs> Lance's brother. And Reigns. If he can capitalise, throw Cena in. This is over. John Cena. There we go. Look. Reigns throws Cena in. Going for the cover. One, two. two. Kick out. Oh, yes, Cena. And Reigns can't believe it. Let's go, Cena. Cena. <laughs> Cena's great. Not Reigns. I think the fans know what's coming because they're not happy with it. Hoorah. And Reigns is saying, that's how I'm going to put John Cena down. I want to see one more AA. I want to see the fans get hyped and then take it away. Stay hyped. He's like the opposite Undertaker. No one wants to see him win. So <laughs> when he gets pinned, everybody's so excited. Reigns going oh. for the spear. 
Oh, but gets caught by Cena. Third time's a charm. Rolls it through. No. Fourth time's even better. No. Yes, Cena. We have never seen anything like this. Boom. Roll through again. Catch another one. One. one two. two. He's kicking four. out. <laughs> four. AA. AA, 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 AA. And how Cena's going to hit the ref? With an AA. <laughs> Come on, Cena. Don't get worked up. Oh, my. Hit another AA. It's going to take 20 AAs to put him down. It only takes one spear. Look at this. Well, look at Cena. Brilliantly worked there. <laughs> the fans go mental. Bang. Boom. Super Cena. <laughs> One, One, two. two. Kick out. Oh, we're going away with Reigns' eyes. were fixed on where the referee's hand was coming. He's a terrible wrestler. He's not, he's not too bad. He's just got to work out the kinks, you know? As John Cena looking to put away Roman Reigns, or maybe he believes he can't now. We have seen the toughness of this man. I'm starting to believe this is Roman Reigns' yard. And he seems to like it. No, I still see him punk yard. Mm, see him, see him punk. And John Cena now. John Cena gets his feet. Oh! oh, gets clocked with a Superman punch. Doesn't go down. Followed up by a spear. One, One two, two, three. One spear. That's all it took to put John Cena down. Superman punch spear. Roman Reigns is now the man in WWE. Don't look for John Cena anymore. The marquee name, Roman Reigns. And look at the sign. Look at the WWE made sign they put in the crowd for those fans to use because the fans are not happy. Dan, are you happy? What do you think of the match? I thought it was the best match I've seen these two in. <laughs> no, it was a bloody brilliant match, to be fair. I think it was full of everything. I think the fans would have gone crazy if John Cena would have won. Pulled it to a series. Reigns gets another. Reigns gets a victory. Say on the next pay per view, yeah. and then wins it third time. But no, you know it was it was a brilliant match between the two. I think it just goes to show you know what a Superman that Roman Reigns is now. Yeah, I mean they to talk about the match. They really pulled it out. You know, John Cena. He's had his retractors over the years, and so, of course, so is Roman Reigns. But these two men put on a hell of a show after everything we've seen so far and after the slow start they had. Bonus point, Cena raises Reigns' hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's got to happen. But after the slow start they had uh, and the kind of intense finish, the the AA spots, John Cena's basically putting his finish on the line to show, you know, how tough Reigns is. And it took one Superman punch, one spear to get the job done. You do not see John Cena getting pinned clean that often. And like you said, Dan, Roman Reigns now is obviously the next uh, Hulk Hogan, as you say, the next uh, John Cena. Unbelievable referee raising the hand of Reigns. And as John Cena looking to recover, I wonder what is going to be his response. Using Pick the him up an AA, get a big response from the crowd and walk out. Using the rope to help him out. Here we go. Oh, to turn cheers into jeers. John Cena raises the arm of Roman Reigns. And I wonder what he said. John Cena oh, lost no. the match, but he was certainly the bigger man. He was. A uh, big man. He was. And Reigns liking that sign of respect. And John Cena. Well, we've not seen the laughter of John, but we have for the time being as Reigns gets the victory, walks on. Means we both get another point as well. 5-4 uh, to you at the moment in time with a couple of matches left. But we're just going to see what John Cena is going to do as Reigns walks away. Incredible. It was, yeah, 
both men performed brilliantly in the match. Again, you know, a WrestleMania-worthy match, and it lived up to the hype. It really did live up to the hype. Stay hyped. Get hype. Rips his T-shirt. Big boot to Reigns. Atomic leg drop. Boom. No sells the spear Superman punch combo. Thank you, Cena. On my own, then. Well, is Cena going to get the respect? Thanks, Dan. Is this John Cena's defining moment? Is it signifying an end for the time being? And John Cena waving. But is that goodbye, Dan? Is it? And the kid's like, you're a fucking loser, John. I don't want your armband. Is that very reminiscent of The Undertaker? Nah. Yeah, I mean, he, I know The Undertaker folded off his clothes and stuff and walked away, but the way he looked back, where he raised his arm, I don't know, Dan. Maybe that is the one match they're going to look for at WrestleMania, John Cena versus The Undertaker. I'm saying it here right now. Right now. Unless we get a Cena title uh, Rumble win and then WrestleMania there. Yeah. Be interested to see what happens. Wonderful. I know, it would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But we move on, we have to move on. And up next, Dan, one of the matches you're looking forward to the most. Because it is your man, Enzo Amore, going against Neville for the Cruiserweight title. Yes, indeed, James. It is Neville versus the cunt. (laughs) Well, the Miz backstage with Angle, and he don't want to rub it in. He wants to add something. He wants a special edition of Miz TV. Then again, Miz, Bo, Dallas and Curtis Axel would be a good opponent for the Shield, wouldn't they? <laughs> no. We're going to have Shield reunions. They really are giving us something early, aren't they? So Kurt Angle says the Miz has got Miz TV tomorrow night, but we see Corey Graves and his little brother Vic Joseph on commentary, and these two men are going to build up towards a huge cruiserweight title match we got next. Now, Dan, how excited are you for this one? Corey Graves has summed it up right. He's looking forward to Neville beating that annoying little twerp Enzo. Well, wait, a champion doesn't come out first, and, and Neville's coming out here. He's uh, looking to make a statement maybe early on. So, Dan, got to ask you, who have you gone for in this one? I have gone for... In your dreams, buddy, Neville. You've gone for Neville. Well, Dan, it's weird you say it, because I've gone for N Neville as well. In this one, I think Neville will retain what your reason is behind it. Apart from your complete and utter pure hatred for uh, Enzo Moray. It is my complete and utter hatred for Enzo. It's like you rooting for Mojo Rawley in any fucking I match I missed off ever. a perfect score because I didn't go for him in that match. Exactly. I would happily lose. <laughs> if you had gone for Enzo and this would have been <laughs> the parting point, I would happily let you have it. Because A, you're a cunt for going for Enzo anyway, and B, Enzo's a cunt. <laughs> it looks like fucking Beetlejuice. He looks like a referee. How are you doing? He's coming out here. And listen to the crowd reaction. A certified and a bona fide cunt. Biggest cunt in the room. How are you doing? <laughs> well, James, as you were saying, hopefully Enzo's promo goes on a lot longer than the match. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to panic, though. I'm thinking Lesnar Strowman's not going to go that long. I was hoping at least, like, 10, 15 minutes. I hope they don't go what Joe did, you know, at five minutes. Because I think with all that build-up towards the match, all the build-up towards the match, I don't want it to be over before it really starts. I'd rather have this one. I'd rather have Enzo now talking shit for the next couple of minutes, going in the ring, being caught, pinned, and then we move on. Do you know what I mean? And then dedicate however long we've got left, a half hour, whatever it is, to Lesnar Strowman. I can't believe they left the Cruiserweight title so late and they've left it as a... It is a filler match, isn't it? It is the first filler match we've had 
since you would argue since Miz versus Jordan, the very first match to start the show. This is the first time. This is the first time it's like, all right, everybody, go out for your drinks, get ready for the main event. You know, you get your. Well, again, you know, Miz, Jason, Jordan. That was everyone coming in. You know, they're still getting drinks. They're still queuing to get in. You know, they're still finding their seats. But I can't fault the last four matches, even though Enzo now is talking smack to Neville. Well, so yeah, like I said, not the greatest reception for Enzo Moore, but like I said, we just had Cena versus Reigns, so all that energy's been used up, and we're getting ready for the main event. That's the thing. They've used all their hate up on Roman Reigns, and they've not got enough <laughs> left over for ne- uh, Enzo. They should have started the show off, and then maybe the Jordan... They should have had Jordan after this, and then maybe yeah. he wouldn't have had that much of a reaction. But here we go. We can see we're in a rush, because we're not getting the proper introductions. We are underway. Enzo, Neville, so... I mean... Enzo, to pull off the upset, Dan, I'll tell you what he has to do. He has to be the luckiest he's ever been in his entire life. Neville is a better wrestler than him, of course. He's quicker. He's uh, more powerful than him. He's got better looking. Better looking, got better build. From uh, a better country. Better lineage. Less annoying. Like exactly. But Enzo needs to stay in the fight. Needs to keep in, keep in, and then hope Neville's makes him and capitalise on it as well. Because we've got to remember, the only man to beat Neville in the past 10 months now... And has been Akira Tozawa exactly so Enzo's got a lot to do to stay in this as Neville just winding him just slowing it down doesn't really need to Neville can just wrestle at his pace I mean what's Neville have to do to win this Dan just beat the fuck oh throw Enzo out of the ring and he'll break his neck <laughs> oh but Enzo's shown that he can I won't say wrestle he got out of that but then Neville caught him again too close to the ropes Oh, that's typical fucking Enzo, though. Always trying to reach for something or someone. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? He's always looking for a tag, and now he's looking for the ropes. Neville just letting him go and saying, I, I can beat you so easy. We saw Neville's reaction when he found he'll be a challenger. Laughed at it. We look at his uh, performance in the Fatal Five by Enzo. Got the lucky pin on Alexander to get here. You talk about the Neville level, and Enzo... Certainly isn't on it. I, I tell Enzo's so, not on a level, let alone the Neville level. This would be the biggest upset since one, two, three kid beat Razor Ramon, and even that, you'd think, yeah, there's there's more of a, you know, <laughs> yeah, but the Milan miracle, Santina Morella coming out of the crowd beating Umaga, <laughs> that upset than that. Enzo's injury prone, just trying he can't to fucking wrestle. Just trying to get up to the apron now. Oh, Enzo hanging Neville up. This might be his chance. Shoulder blocked in the midsection. And now look at the oh. huge right hands by Enzo. But Neville's not taking any of it. <laughs> Throws Enzo into the corner. Catches Enzo's attempt at a boot. But Enzo pushes Neville off. He's pushing you off as well now. Enzo off the second rope. DDT. Gets caught by Neville. And look at the power of Neville. Throws him into the corner. Follows it up with some big boots. He's stomping the mud hole and he's walking it dry. He is indeed. And Neville just seems to be enjoying himself. Enzo's got that faraway look in his eye. Has he got Beetlejuice on his fucking trousers? Yeah, it's Beetlejuice. Because that's a fucking travesty to Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is a lot more attractive, a lot less annoying. There's Neville working Enzo. Big boot the corner. One of the greatest Batman. But Neville there, just drop kicking Enzo and dumping him outside. And Neville's getting paid for this. Do you know that? Neville, this is actually a proper title defence, everybody. Like, this is what he's getting paid for. Using the beard of Enzo. Throws him into barricade. Fucking hell. Enzo, that was quite funny. His eyes crossed. Oh, it wasn't funny at all. Well, he's just fucking boss-eyed. At this moment in time, like I said, Neville 
just taking his time. He can taunt to his heart's content. Enzo's got to beat the count in. To his credit, he does. Any oh, other man would have been in at five, James. He's just toying with this little mug. <laughs> he is. He is. He's, He's like, ref, how long have I got? Right, tell me when it's over and I'll film. Dish him. Well, this has been the easiest ten minutes of Neville's career, hasn't it? You know, wearing down Enzo. Yeah, as if he hadn't pawn a cup of water over his head at the start, then Neville wouldn't even be breaking a sweat. So Enzo making a, a comeback. And mm. Neville's just saying, yeah, fuck off. Throws oh, Fiesco, Enzo holding on to the top rope, skinning the cat back in. He's going to catch Neville by surprise. But Neville catches him with a kick in the fucking ugly face. Well, Neville saying that's it now. Two. Oh, oh. Enzo's so tough. The heart of a champion, Dan. Managing to get the shoulder up at two. Maybe Enzo is on the Neville level, Dan. Oh, yeah. He spent most of his match on the mat. <laughs> well, maybe he's luring he's him He's Neville in. with Neville's feet. Maybe he's just getting the punishment. Maybe he's trying the old rope-a-dope trick. Trying to let Neville wear himself out. Neville picking up Enzo saying, This is it. This is the end. Tamatsalata. Pooba. Scooba. Chicken kebab. I think it's taking too long, Dan. Neville. Uh-oh. Maybe I was wrong. Spinning heel kick to the midsection. Because he can take his time with him. He can. And he's just chopping him with kicks. Boom! Big fucking boot to the head. Finish him! Well, he is. Neville to the top. He's going to look... Red arrow! The most beautiful move, Dan, like you said. On the most ugliest man. <laughs> WWE, that's weird, isn't it? Juxtaposition of that. Beautiful move. Ugly man. Red arrow. Neville saying, no, you don't deserve the red arrow. You don't deserve it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I want to hurt him even more. Oh, I'm no, do wait. Backwards. No, second rope. Second rope, shoot for 50. Oh, Enzo moved. Neville in trouble, Dan. No, he's not in trouble. He's just playing possum. Enzo up to the top. Don't tell me. Hi, DDT. DDT to Neville. But he's he got to just get his bearings. Sponsored by Zen. Can he get over? No. One, no. two. Kick out. Oh. Uh. I wasn't even phased by that. Well, why did your face look different than the young man? Hmm? I was just hmm? I was just concentrating on the Neville kick out. Uh, well, how much a... better it is than Roman's. What a great move by Enzo Mora there to put Neville down. And Neville is all over the place. Now, I'll tell you something, it is his yard at W. Oh, look at Enzo. Getting motivated, getting built up. Oh. Getting built up to get kicked <laughs> in the fucking face. Well done, Neville. Well, Neville's had enough now. Uh oh, whee! So fuck off. Keep some time. Well, yeah, like I said, over the barricade into the timekeeper's table. Referee counting. What's referee up to nine? And why has Enzo got Neville's cruiserweight title? Is he trying to distract him? And look, he is. Referee stopping a count. That might just annoy Neville. Why is he? Why is he lifting? Oh. And look at Enzo smirking, Dan. Maybe this is great strategy. Runs in the ring, stopping the count. Here comes Neville. Enzo going to use it as a weapon. Uh, referee put the belt back. Oh! Low blow by Enzo! No! <laughs> Dan leaves the podcast! Enzo has beaten Neville! I wish I'd gone Enzo Amore. I wish I went Amore there. What a moment for Enzo. The biggest upset 
in WWE history, beating Neville. Ed- WNR history. <coughs> Eddie Guerrero-esque, that was. Giving the referee the title. Are you saying he's on Eddie Guerrero's level? Are you saying that now? Are you saying he is worthy of having his name mentioned in the same breath as that fucking legend? Are you dizzy bloods? I'm saying. Calm down. Everybody calm down. I'm saying. That was the biggest upset in history. And making the referee get a title belt. Neville got caught. He won't get caught again. But we have a new Cruiserweight champion. The first new champion of the night. Enzo Ore. Dan... What did you think of the match? Absolute fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it was a bad match, but there's not a lot you can do with Enzo. And I think Neville tried his best, really, didn't he? You know, to get a, a passable match from Enzo More. I mean, anything else on that, Dan, or we've lost you on this one? No. Next uh, match, please. Okay, so move on to the next match. Uh, I should say, after that, neither of us get a point. It's 5 4, but Dan, if you've gone right in this main event, means you do win and get the pay per view point. Uh, I know it doesn't mean anything to you now, but it might do later. But Enzo More, I mean, surprising everybody. Not a bad re- reaction. I don't think anybody thought he was going to uh, win the title, but he has done there. Uh, and what a what a weird night No Mercy has been as we move on to our next match, our main event. And it is for the Universal Championship. It is the reigning, defending Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, going against Braun. Strowman. And don't forget, still, we've got Raw Talk after No Mercy with the new Cruiserweight champion, Enzo More, Alexa Bliss, and John Cena. Oh, Enzo Amore. Fuck off. Oh, Enzo Amore. Fuck off. I was just saying, Mojo won the, uh, the Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, what happened to him, man? Eh? What happened to him? At least he's not Cruiserweight champion now, eh? But anyway, we move on after that. Huge surprise. We move on to the Blockbuster main event. And we've got the tail of the tape. Now, who do you want to do in this one, Dan? <laughs> I don't want to do neither of them. They both ruin me. Brock Lesnar. He is six foot three inches. He weighs 286 pounds. He, he's got a 55 inch chest, 22 inch biceps. He finishes people with the F5 and the championships he's won. The Universal Championship. He's a four time heavyweight champion, a UFC heavyweight champion, and of course, an NCAA champion. <coughs> the only man in history to win all those accomplishments. But Braun Strowman, six foot eight, so he's five foot inches bigger. He's five foot. He brought Lesnar. Three hundred and eighty-five pounds, Dan. So ninety-nine pound difference there. Chest sixty-two inches, biceps twenty-three inches. Cool signature move, running power slam. Championships one's none, but Dan untapped potential for Braun Strowman. Unlimited. I talked about similarities between him and Lesnar with Strowman just getting it more. Now is his chance. If he puts Brock Lesnar away, this could be huge here. And, and what a main event and what a match. And I'm looking forward to it, you know. So let's have a look at the promo. He's extraordinary. He's different. He's unique. He's head and shoulders above everybody. It's not just a myth. Brock Lesnar. He's that dominating. He's that much different. He has no peers. Here comes the pain. The next big thing has arrived. Brock Lesnar is a bona fide monster. The Brock Lesnar era has begun. Who will be able to stop the next big thing? I said it. This is the next big thing. And I was right. 
Absolute dominance personified. Eat, sleep, there ain't nobody in WWE that can conquer anything like the one-man-only ruler of the WWE Universe! The monster among men! I want more competition! Anybody handle Brock Lesnar like this? Lesnar planted through the table! Lesnar driven through another table! No, no, don't do this, Strowman! Brock Lesnar, you damn sure got my attention. Now maybe I'll have yours. For the first time in Brock Lesnar's life, Brock Lesnar was carted off the battlefield. Then, the very next night, Braun Strowman monster handled Brock Lesnar. I don't believe in monsters, but I believe Braun Strowman is one. Looking at an unprecedented circumstance, Brock Lesnar is facing an individual that is bigger, more powerful than Brock Lesnar. And you know who this reminds me of? Brock Lesnar in 2002, when the next big thing asserted his declarative mantra by beating Wayne The Rock Johnson, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. But, but here's my question. Are you better than the baddest dude on the planet? Because Braun Strowman, are you ready to cross into the hostile ground known as Suplex City? I want Brock Lesnar. Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar wants you. Strowman in the ring! Here we go! The beast of Strowman! What he's trying to say is... Suplex City... I do not fear Brock Lesnar. Strowman's back up! Brock Lesnar fears me! Lesnar looks like he's seen a ghost! This is becoming an all-too-familiar sight. Braun Strowman monster-handling the Universal Champion! Brock Lesnar! At no mercy, this is your future. And mine is becoming the new Universal Champion. So what have you thought of the build-up to this, Dan? It's been monstrous. It really has. They've done it right, haven't they, with this. Uh, with, with a build-up, we've seen Strowman absolutely destroying Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, throwing him through the uh, announce tables twice, and then throwing the announce table through him. You know, and at a moment in time, they came face-to-face the night after, and Raw and Strowman didn't 
back down. We've seen Lesnar trying to hit him with a suplex. What happens when he hits Strowman with a suplex now? Strowman bounced straight back up to his feet and hit Lesnar with all he had. He really has. And I know Goldberg has beaten Lesnar for the Universal title or beaten him in a match. But I feel Strowman is the, I would say, the biggest task that Lesnar has to face as Universal. There has been no one like Strowman in the past few months now. Since WrestleMania, the way he's destroyed Big Show, put Big Show through a ring, put him through a steel cage, you know, the, the kind of feats of strength that he can do, it is crazy, you know? And being on the winning end against Roman Reigns the past few months, which no man can really say at the moment, I mean, Strowman is just awesome. Do you love Strowman as well, as much as I do? Um, not quite as much, no. But, you know, he is an incredible, he's an incredible monster. And he plays the big guy the way a big guy should be played. Well, the thing is as well, what they're saying in the video package is a bit like Cena and Reigns. Like when Lesnar began, he was the monster with Heyman in his corner being a destructive force. But he did win championships. The Strowman's been around now uh, a couple of years. He's not won anything. Would uh, maybe a Paul Heyman by side help him? I, I don't know. I think he does a good enough job on his own. I think he's good on the mic? Yeah, you know, he, he's... I think he's straight to the point on the mic. And he backs up everything he says. Well, this is the thing. He's a monster, so he does most of his talking in the ring. But he's so intimidating. And like the kind of face-to-faces we've seen between him and Lesnar have been so impressive. You know, Strowman laying him out with the power slam. And Lesnar trying to respond as well. I mean, I just hope we talk about move for move with Reigns and Cena. This is what it's got to be. But I've got a feeling W going to try like a MMA style again. You know, the first man to make a mistake probably going to get caught. I just hope it doesn't end after one F5. I think that would be pretty disappointing, you know. Like, Most definitely. Yeah. I, I want to see a lot going into this one. So we talk about predictions. Dan, do you want to know who I've gone for in this one? Go on. Surprise me. After all this build-up, after all this talk, I have gone Brock Lesnar. So who have you gone for in this one, Dan? What's that, my love? I have gone for Brock Brock Lesnar. So that does mean we should say it doesn't happen very often, but Dan, no matter what happens, you have got the pay per view win. So it goes to 10 6. You're catching up towards the year end. So there's still hope, Dan. There's still hope for you. It is a bittersweet victory for me tonight, James. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. If I'd have gone Enzo and I'd have got the jaw, you would have slipped my throat in my sleep, Dan. All right, so that. we'll see what happens. The next time we'll pay for your course is SmackDown's Head in the Cell. So, again, with Survivor Series coming up, you could just be a couple of points behind as we move on. After the disastrous May Young Classic, I should say. So, you needed a lift, and you've got one, but we're heading into this huge main event, Lesnar and Strowman. So, why have you gone Brock Lesnar for? I think Brock Lesnar's been on the receiving end of quite a few beatdowns. And, again, I, I just don't think it is Braun Strowman's time just yet. No, I don't think Strowman needs a victory. I think what he needs is a very convincing... You know, like Nia Jax did in the women's title match earlier. Yeah. He needs something like this to show that he does belong. I don't think he's ready. I think with a crowd reaction as well, I think in a weird way you could turn him face if you kept the same character uh, because of the destructive nature of him. It's fun to watch, you know, and that's what Raw has become, especially with Braun Strowman. But here we go now. With a big Raw, Braun Strowman make, makes his way down to the ring. Here we go. This is it. Strowman, not a bad response. The fans might have cheered themselves out a little bit during the Reigns uh, Cena match. But it's driven furious anger that Braun Strowman's got there. 
and you'd all say a lot of those wrestlers in the back are thinking about going down to the cruiserweight division. Well, if the cruiserweight title's that easy to win, everyone should go down to the fucking cruiserweight division. Well, Dan, here comes the pain. <laughs> yeah, we don't have many mega stars left in the WWE. Brock Lesnar brings that brand value. Like I said, former UFC champion, former heavyweight champion, former NCAA champion. But more importantly, the current Universal Champion coming out here with Paul Heyman. My name is Paul Heyman. Thank you, Reigns, <laughs> Reigns Jolens, for that uh, request. So there you go, Brock Lesnar. I mean, Dan, is he the underdog in this match? Brock Lesnar is never the underdog. He just draws you in to think the underdog. Well, we'll see how much punishment he takes so he can dish out here. Of course, we'll have our suplex count. I've got it going. Have you? I've how many written suplex count? How many do you reckon? I'm gonna go for half seven. Dozen. Oh, <laughs> so bonus point on the line. Whoever gets that. Right. No. <laughs> well, Braun Strowman gets the introduction. Well, Braun Strowman gets the introduction. Now it's time for Brock Lesnar. There's only one man that can do that. Do you know the interesting thing? <laughs> do you know what the interesting thing there was? What? Well, Braun Strowman is the monster amongst men. And Heyman said he's a beast among monsters. So what we'll give here, we've got Brock Lesnar, we've got Braun Strowman. It's 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 something I've been waiting to see for a very long time. James is the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. It is, and Strowman straight away showing his power, pushing Brock away. Brock may be going for a single leg takedown if he's going to try and take this the MMA route. Taking it, to, well, Brock straight back to his feet, smiling. And Strowman again, just picking Lesnar up and throwing him like a little child. I wonder how he's going to uh, tackle Strowman. I mean, if you're Lesnar, how do you beat Braun? You use Brain over Braun. I think you use a bit of Heyman as well, maybe distracting, cause suplexes. The F5's always dangerous, but trying to pick him up. Oh, like he does there, suplexed him, but Strowman... Choke slams Brock Lesnar <laughs> in response. And that's what you get for suplexing Braun Strowman, picking him up, running power slam. This could be it. Boom. Hits it. One. Kick oh. out by Lesnar. Ah. And Strowman nearly had it one in the first <sighs> minute and a half. In Goldberg time. <laughs> yeah, that was. And now Lesnar's struggling to get to his feet. Braun just needs to catch a breath there. That was incredible by Strowman. Lesnar in the corner trying to recover. He's going to wait till the replay goes. No. Oh, oh! Strowman hits a big splash on a Roman uh, Roman Reigns on Brock Lesnar in the corner. Does caves his chest in, and now Braun Strowman is going to try and pick apart Brock Lesnar. Not many people can manhandle him like we've seen. Strowman might already have a cut just below the eye, but that's not going to deter him as he's ramming into Lesnar. You can actually see the ring post being moved there by the Strowman. ring is certainly off center. Yeah, by Strowman's impact and Strowman chant. Oh, Brock trying to go for that back suplex. Strowman, big back elbow. What can Lesnar do if he can't suplex him? <laughs> oh, just clubbing blows to the back of Brock. You don't want to say to Brock go up top, do you? You know what happens then? Oh, oh, Brock picking Strowman up, but Strowman too heavy for him, and Brock's back gave out. Yeah, and Strowman sees that. Oh, runs right through Lesnar, sending him tumbling to the outside. And we can see a suicide dive here. <laughs> Oh, Brock goes to the outside. That might be a mistake, though, trying oh. to fight Strowman. Strowman ramming Brock 
back first into that ring. Good news is we're nearly announced tables now, and they seem to put them back in place, which is always good. I mean, they've, they've fixed them, and Strowman's not interested in that at the moment. Look at the welts. Look at the marks on the back of Brock Lesnar's body from Strowman. Well, he's thrown Lesnar back into the ring. He's stalking his prey. And Strowman going to go hunting. Oh, hits Lesnar in the midsection. And now just picking him up. Throwing oh. him to the opposite corner. Like a rag doll. And the fans thinking, fucking hell, we don't see that happening to Lesnar every day. And I think Strowman could finish this now, but he's playing, trying to take his breath. Oh. Goes to take out Lesnar, but Lesnar manages to sidestep. But Braun Strowman's too big to get through <laughs> the second and third turnbuckle, so he manages to get quite a cushioned blow. Oh, Kamura lock. Nearly arm where Strowman hurt. Lesnar is diving on Braun. And I think Braun had hold of the rope there. Now he's been moved away from it. It's precarious position. Oh, but he just pushes Lesnar into the corner. Gets hold of the rope, tries to get a break, but Lesnar's like a pit bull and won't let go. Lesnar's got a proper redneck tan, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's white legs and then he's got red face. The red marks on his back, well, that's thanks to Strowman. But now he's got the Kimura still in. Strowman drops to his knees. He's trying to twist it, but just the sheer, you know, 23-inch bicep of Strowman. He can't really get it cinched in, but Strowman's in serious trouble. That's what Lesnar's trying to do, but just the girth, but it's still causing all sorts of tendon issues there in the elbow. You can see the position of it. A Strowman, can he reach the bottom rope? Oh, gets to the bottom rope, and the referee has no choice but to break the manoeuvre oh, before Lesnar breaks Strowman's arm. That's where the six-foot-eight frame of Strowman comes in handy as well, managing to reach the bottom rope. Oh, but a thunderous spine buster rolls up uh, Lesnar. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, and Lesnar kicks out. Uh. Well, Strowman seems a bit dejected. He's only taken a couple of moves in this match, but it seems to have taken quite an effect on the big man. And a, a nip slip for the oh. big man. Ooh, Strowman, you whore. <laughs> Pull it away. Reminiscence of Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, is Brock Lesnar Justin Timberlake? Is he going to bring Sexy back now? He's got a big suplex back. Oh, on Strowman. But again, Strowman bouncing straight back up to his feet. Yeah, but Lesnar going straight back to it. Oh, three. Ah, ah, ah. How many suplexes does it take to get to Suplex City? <laughs> How many? I don't know. That's what, that was a question. <laughs> oh. Four. Well, I think he's hit Suplex City now. And Lesnar has hit the next level. He's looking to finish this now. Well, five times the charm. <coughs> and Strowman's not bouncing up as quick as he was. Oh. Oh, Lesnar. Well, that was a fifth. Sixth. That was the fifth one in a row, wasn't it? We saw one earlier. Is he going to go six? No, he's going to go F5. Pick Strowman up. But Strowman too powerful. Backslide. Oh, no. He's Picks got him, him up. up into a power slam. Bang. Plants Lesnar. Oh. But can't capitalise on it. We had a new universal champion there if Strowman would have landed on Lesnar. But instead rolling away, holding the arm. Of course, Lesnar did so much damage earlier. My word, which way is this match going to go? Well, Lesnar, to his credit, he's up to his feet. But problem for him, so is Strowman. He's going to go for the power slam yet again. No! Oh, plants him again. Oh! But still can't capitalise and 
Lesnar rolls onto his belly. Oh. <sighs> Kick out by Lesnar. Ah, well, we thought we had a new Universal Champion there, but it was a couple of things that proved dividends for Lesnar. First, his amateur wrestling background will go straight to his front, not be able to get pinned. And secondly, the cover of Strowman as well, not be able to hook the leg as we saw get the full body across Lesnar, giving him a chance to get the shoulder up. But Strowman, if he hits the third one, this is definitely curtains for Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh. but Lesnar catches Strowman. He's got him. Oh. F5. Into the cover, leg hooked. Two, three. Oh. Six suplexes. <laughs> bonus point, baby. No, you don't get any bonus points. Well, Brock Lesnar, F5 Strowman, and retains his Universal Championship. My God, Dan, what do you think of the match? I thought it was a bloody good match. Two monsters going toe-to-toe. I don't think it could have gone on too much longer. I wanted a little bit more. I wanted a little bit more. I could have been happier there with Strowman getting a kick out, uh. throwing Lesnar to the outside, through an announce table. Lesnar hits him through an announce table. Back in, then you finish. You know, I don't think we saw enough of these two men. I would love to see an anything, anything goes match. You know, where they could just throw each other around like this. Heyman seemed genuinely worried, but I think it was Strowman's kind of not greenness, but just kind of newness to it by not taking advantage at that point in time. You know, yeah. letting Lesnar get up. We know how deadly Lesnar is, but I think it's a it's a great match though. But you said you wouldn't want to see Strowman get put away with just one. I know, I know, but I did also say I wanted Strowman to be a monster in that match, and he dominated the vast majority of it. Lesnar is lucky to come out with a title, but again, they're trying to sell the F5 as dominant. He did it to Joe with one, he did it to Strowman with one. I, I just don't know, you know. In my head now, I've got a feeling he's going to hit Reigns with the F5 at Mania. He'll kick out, and it'll be like oh. a huge fucking moment, do you know what I mean? Oh. But we'll see. Lesnar retains over Strowman. Anything else about the match, Dan? Well, I should say, you get the point, and you do win the paper, you six points to five. But I tell you what, out of uh, eight matches, that's not too bad. The Yenzo uh, Miz Jordan match you got wrong. But what are your thoughts on the rest of the card? I thought it was a very good card. Spoiled by one match. <laughs> Honestly, and it's it's not just the result, it's the way the result went. What's he trying to be, a fucking Eddie Guerrero or something? Oh, all right, okay, right. So if we forget about that one match, right? If we forget about Enzo Neville match. If that match was taken off the card. Yeah, if you forget that, brilliant. yeah, what was your, uh, what are your thoughts? Did you give match ratings to any of them? What are your, what, were um, your, what was your I didn't match? give match ratings, but I think my match of the night was the women's. Women's, uh... All right, so hang on. That's your match of the night. I, I, I respect that. I think looking back at the card, Cruz GPD was the worst match on the card for me with two and a half out of five. Miss Jordan, three out of five. Like we said, not a bad way to start the show, but the crowd was still getting in, wasn't it? Really turned up for Bray Balor, which got four out of five for me. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the match, even though I lost. Shield versus The Bar up next. A great tag team match. Brilliant tag team match. I would say... Uh, that was my match of the night, to be fair. And then the women's four out of five for me. Reigns, Cena, four and a half out of five. Again, with Reigns and Cena, I didn't want to, I wanted them to do a little bit more. Even though they did enough, I think the slow start yeah. kind of stopped it from But then that. they kind of built it up. We had a yeah. table smash. We had a four AAs. 
We did. We, it was, no, it was bloody it was really, really good in the end. Don't go, no, four and a half, but I still think the tag team match could it, uh, exceeded my expectations with it. Yeah. And uh, what I saw, I think I've got to give it to that. Uh, Enzo Neville, three out of five. It, it did what it did for Enzo, just made him lucky winner. And Braun Lesnar, I wanted more. Even though I got four out of five, I would want to see, like I say, a few more announced tables. Uh, so, yeah, it's my match tonight, the tag team match. So, rating out of ten, Dan, for you. Discounting Neville versus the cunt, I think it was a strong 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I think it's one of the best pay-per-views I've seen this year. Actually, you should take that to an 8.5. Eight 8.5, and a half. Eight and a half, yeah, alright. So you're 8.5. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 because it's one of the best pay-per-views I've seen this year. I think I have to go back to the SmackDown pay-per-views last year of Backlash and whatever the fucking other one. The SmackDown pay-per-views is at 10... Of Backlash and No Mercy last year to see really good pay-per-views like this. I think the whole show played it off well. I think to get rid of the Miz-Jordan match when they did. Uh, built up. The only problem for me was the Enzo-Neville match being put there. I know that you had to have a buffer in between Roland, uh, Reigns and Cena and Braun and Lesnar. But I still think it was wasteful. I think you should have had that as a kickoff match. And then put the Cruz GPD match in between them ones as well. Because at least you're going to have a reaction from GPD, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that was best. But no, I thought it was a really great pay-per-view. And for Raw pay-per-view to go flying by like that, it flew by for me. It did, yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I really did enjoy it. So it's one of the better ones. Anything else to say? <sighs> Enzo's a twat. All right, we'll stop it. And we're going to go move on now to Raw Talk, which was straight after No Mercy. So that was no mercy, <laughs> and we move on to Raw Talk. Yes, uh, Young and King welcome us to the show and show highlights of the main event, and Enzo rudely interrupts the intro. Well, Enzo proceeds to make weight jokes about Lawler and how he was able to make weight for 205 Live. Enzo notes that the kick was indeed good and that assisted in becoming champion i think very much so when you boot someone in the knackers as enzo did i think that is going to uh certainly leave a mark enzo then goes on to talk about the title belt which he wants to encrust in diamonds and leopard print dan what do you think of that um no because he won't be holding it for that long to customize it well he notices neville's nameplates are still on the strap and looks for ways to take them off enzo says he'll be the greatest cruiserweight champion of all time well, all 40 minutes of it. And Enzo has a hook up in mind and not with a belt. Several Lord of the Rings jokes for a tape within the interview. And Enzo reveals a spot where Neville decides against the Red Arrow. Yeah, he reviews the spot where Neville decides against the Red Arrow and turns his back on him. They talk about the DDG hits for the near fall. Enzo then name drops several celebrities and his mum before taking off. What a twat. <laughs> It's hard to tell how it played in the arena. Aside from his familiar sing-along entrance promo, the Staples Centre crowd reacted to Enzo Amore's Cruiserweight title win over No Mercy like it was the cool-down match between two majorly hyped WrestleMania-level matches, which it was. Uh, Online, much of the response was negative, especially from other wrestlers who have been working on 205 Live a lot longer than Enzo. Yeah, so Cedric Alexander put Welp. <laughs> uh, next guy. Linsterado. He put back to the drawing board. Drew Gulak put no. 
gentleman Jack Gallagher put, and they called me a joke. Oh, very, very interesting. And Tony Neese said, Ugh, I have to count my abs harder to save our show. Uh, TJP put, I don't consider him the champ. It's vacant as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and then TJP continued, would love to. He's the exact opposite of everything I paved the way for. Mustafa Ali then went on to say, patience. Well, it's important to note that these were all retweeted by WWE's official Twitter account and the men sent a message that we've been personally involved with and personally involved with and screwed over by Amore's work smarter shortcuts, namely Cedric Alexander, or have a current character gimmick where being outraged by this is a logical response, i.e. the newly healed Jack Gallagher. Well, that's why I personally can't get too worked up. I don't love the idea of Enzo as a champ in a vacuum, but it didn't happen in a vacuum. They built a story around it, which included playing up or possibly even leaking more backstage heat rumours that we'd addressed, and the story can be used to serve a lot of different characters on 2i5 Live. (laughs) (laughs) Although, uh, anyway, not everyone is mad. Although the last guy to best the king might be trolling. Uh, and Akira Tozawa, who has gone down a whole lot in my estimations, said simply, I like Enzo. But then again, <laughs> his English isn't that good. So it might be, I hate Enzo. Exactly. But yeah, he, know, he just doesn't know what it is. Yeah. <coughs> well, Dan, Enzo's Cruiserweight Champion wasn't good enough. Here's some more great news, not from Raw Talk. In an Instagram post this morning, September 25th, Maria Canellis announced she's 13 weeks pregnant with her husband, Mike's, First child. The power of love is strong and baby makes three. Mike and I are happy to announce I am 13 weeks pregnant. Life is what happens when you are making other plans. As she says, it's interesting career-wise. The couple just recently debuted on SmackDown but haven't been featured much of late. Their gimmick was built on their status as a couple and name recognition from Maria from her first WWE run last decade. So her being unavailable for some of the next seven months is going to help. <laughs> yeah, but but that's probably the furthest thing from the Bennett Kennedy's minds right now. So as they rightfully are over the moon after family, and who knows, maybe they will be part of an angle that gets Mike a more prominent role on Tuesday nights? No, hopefully not. Hopefully they just fade away to nothingness and... That will be that. All right, well, back to Raw Talk. Uh, well, the love of my life, Alexa Bliss, joins the show, who says she, she ran through the entire women's division. Young says there are other ladies in the locker room, but Bliss buries the others in Fox, Dan, Dana and Mickey. Bliss predicts a two-minute win over Mickey James, and she throws in some old jokes for good measure. Bliss takes credit for bringing James back on SmackDown Live. And Young brings up Oscar. Bliss vows to break the Empress of Tomorrow's undefeated streak upon her debut. Well, Bliss needs to pay attention to this. October 22nd. Why? Well, a date has finally been confirmed for the arrival of the Empress of Tomorrow. With Oscar Rossi debut at the Tables, Ladders and Chairs pay-per-view on October 22nd. The former NXT Women's Champion has been out of in-ring action since the day after NXT TakeOver, Brooklyn the Third. At TakeOver, she successfully defended the title against Ember Moon, but suffered a broken collarbone in the process. 
At the following NXT television tapings, Oscar relinquished the title to NXT general manager William Regal, ending her 523-day title reign undefeated. The Japanese star is the seventh longest reigning champion in WWE history. And uh, are you worried for Bliss with Oscar making her rival? If anyone can stop the Empress of Tomorrow... Alexa Bliss is that woman. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, but up next, John Cena jo- joins a. <laughs> up next, John Cena joins the program. Cena makes a statement and admits he was a little tough on Reigns in the beginning, but he wants to be the best or a vessel for the best, and he believes Reigns feels the same way. A vessel for the best. Cena says he made a career on earning respect, and Reigns earned his respect tonight. Rene asks about Cena being that vessel for young stars and Cena says he lives by step up or step aside. He wanted to bring the best out in Reigns and Cena says his job is to bring the best out in guys and points out the Miz. Cena says, one of the worst WrestleMania events of all time, Cena said he was beaten by a better man inside the ring tonight and gave it his best efforts. Cena says he can walk away saying he gave it his best in a losing effort. Cena says Reigns' future is in his own hands, well, Reigns' hands, and King and Renee bring up the symbolic goodbye that Cena gave after the match. Cena says he saw Reigns grow up in the last and it felt as if it were a burden was lifted off his shoulders. In a good way, he says he's always been WWE first, unlike some other guys and mentions Enzo Amore as having an Enzo first mentality. Cena says he feels proud of Roman for tonight's performance when asked what he and Reigns spoke about right after the match, Cena says he doesn't give us any sound bites. But Cena gets emotional when speaking of transition. He reiterates he lost to a better man and likes the WWE's future in Reigns' hands. King pretty plainly asks, pretty plainly asks if Cena is gone. Cena says he's open to outside opportunities but isn't done. He says he can't keep up with the same pace he's been going at for the last several years. And Cena puts Reigns over to the moon and gives him advice in regards to passing the torch. Cena says Reigns took that it wasn't passed. Cena says if Reigns shows respect, uh, he'll get respect and will go, go far in the business. Cena says a big thank you to the WWE Universe for being loud in the good times and the bad. He confirms he's not gone. But things are changing. Well, Young and King rehash Cena's final words and bid us adieu for the evening. So what do you think of Raw Talk, Dan? Cena said a lot, didn't he? He did, he did say a lot, um, but... Well, the first bit was a bit crap, really, and uh, <coughs> I didn't enjoy it as much. But then seeing Alexa Bliss, I think that was uh, that that was good. Yes. And, uh, you know, hearing what she has to say about Oscar. Yeah. She's very confident. Yes. Nonetheless, and, uh, you know, Cena saying... Um, and Cena putting Reigns over, is that like um, he's got the Cena stamp of approval now? Yeah, I think indeed. They're trying to make it that moment. I saw a couple of retweets of people as well. Have of, um, you know, when Rock beat Hogan, uh, then Cena beating Rock, and now Reigns beating Cena as a kind of passing of the torch. I don't know if it was that, but there's definitely, you know, Cena's trying to build it up as much. Anyway, well, we're still not finished with No Mercy because I want to talk about a couple of finishes of the matches. If you were surprised the finish at No Mercy's main event clash between the Beast and the Monster ended up after having one F5 from Brock Lesnar to Braun Strowman. This is what we talked about. I said it should take more than one F Braun Strowman. Yeah. 
Well, the folks at WWE.com seen caught off guard too. Prior to the pay-per-view on September 24th, the website had a poll up which indicated pretty cleanly that they thought it would take a little more to pin Strowman. Well, considering he was getting straight back up after suplexes. Exactly, yeah. What's that, my love? And the kind of the, the destruction that happened at SummerSlam. But even though Paul is down, along with others, they are now mute due to the match already taking place. But the results of how many times five brought Strowman to no mercy wouldn't be an underwhelming one. There's been a lot of armchair criticism of the Universal title fight from wondering if Brock and Braun missed a spot before the final sequence to allegations of Lesnar gassing or even sandbagging the next big thing. Uh, and those don't even get into why rope breaks were only on occasionally enforced by the referee. I should just say, but it doesn't know what gassing is. It's just when you kind of just run out of breath, you know, you're not get through. And also sandbagging is when you basically go against your opponent, something you shouldn't do in wrestling, you know, you try and do that. I thought sandbagging was something similar to teabagging. Easy, you're right, carry on. Uh, a hidden corner of the company's website hyping something that didn't happen is an indication of anything, really, except to remind us that a whole lot of people think it's weird it only took one F5 to pin Braun Strowman. What do you think happened? Well, the bottom line... Well, Austin offered his thoughts on the ending of the Universal Championship match. He said, Jesus Christ, son of it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was like, God damn. Uh, they had built Braun up to be the monster among men. And to me, maybe got to have something, a couple of F5s or something to put a chink in the armour before the F5 to keep Braun Strowman, the monster among men, down for a free count, he said. Stone Cold couldn't have said it better. The match's finale, something more. Well, have... have- in your recollection, because I know you're a wrestling encyclopedia, um, has any wrestler ever kicked out of just one? Anybody just out of the the first one? Out of the first F5? Yes. Undertaker, didn't he? Undertaker did, yes. Kurt Angle has before. Um, Triple H has as well, kicked out of an F5. <laughs> I think But... I think it's, as I said, but like the Undertaker, it took three F5s to beat him, and even people were saying that was not enough to put the Undertaker down for that amount of time. So it's interesting to think if they're trying to build the F5 up as a finisher. I just think they're building it up so they hit, like I say, Brock hits Reigns with it, he kicks out, oh. and then suddenly, you know, they play it as like, oh my God, I can't believe someone kicked out the F5. Well, seeing as though Roman Reigns took one, F, uh, one FU. The second rope, and then two FUs in a row, and that yeah. still didn't keep him yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what the people make the point about. But there was something else that happened at No Mercy, and we move on to injuries. Yes. And, and Dan, this is my favourite bit. But <laughs> well, here I was, here I was, ready to pass out, thinking Cesaro's teeth were broken off when he went mouth first into the ring post at No Mercy. Turns out it was even more sickening than that. <coughs> According to an update posted on WWE.com and then confirmed on Raw. Uh, Cesaro's teeth were pushed up into his upper jaw by about three to four millimetres. That's nasty. (laughs) WWE medical personnel, Dr. Dacchino, explained the next step is for him to see a maxillofacial surgeon today, most likely removing the teeth and having some implants made. So hopefully we'll have him up and running after Tuesday or so. His teeth were shoved up into his gums and he'll be back in business by midweek. Well, not Literally moments after he had his teeth shoved up into his gums, he was down for a bit, 
And then he was back in power bombing Seth Rollins onto Dean Ambrose, and yes. he continued with the rest of the match. Exactly, in my match of the night as well. It's, it's just really, really impressive, isn't it? Yes. Well, Cesaro reportedly received a standing ovation backstage after the match as well, So, uh, and it's thoroughly deserved, like you say. Uh, and just as the reports started making the rounds, we talked about it, that Jeff Hardy suffered some kind of shoulder injury. It was believed it occurred during a six-pack challenge match. To be true indeed. Uh, he suffered a torn labrum and a torn rotator cuff, and he will be go- undergoing surgery on October the 3rd to repair the damage. One would assume that means an extended time on the shelf and a singles run for his brother Matt. But if he's out coming back to television while he's recovering, which he did uh, last Monday on Raw, he came out in a, when Matt and Jason Jordan teamed yeah. up. You think that's a good position for Jordan? Or when we go on to Raw in a minute, but you think that's a good position for Jordan to be by Matt's side? Yeah, you know, it (coughs) it will help out Jason Jordan a lot. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Uh, He's no Jeff, is he? No, 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 no. There's a lot of crazy. It inspires me to think a lot more about what I can do other than extreme stunts and still be entertaining. If Matt and Jeff's run in TNA taught us anything, it's that they can create compelling television without ever stepping into a ring to wrestle a match. Either way, Jeff has wrestled his last match for some time. Well, and quickly, <coughs> <coughs> well, well, quickly on injuries. Uh, Samoa Joe has told Sky Sports he hopes to return to WWE over the next few weeks after needing two operations over the past month. Uh, superstar tore his meniscus in his knee at a live show after a week of uh, after uh, the a week after being in the main event of SummerSlam. But he said the uh, his body really needed medical help. He said, the recovery's going really well. He said, I've only been able to perform about 80% since joining from NXT. 80%. He's better and had no chance to take the time off because of the WWE opportunity. And, of course, coming through now as well. But he's had the surgery. He's hoping to be back in early November. He's still 30, well, he's 38 years old. But Smart Jake can still uh, do a lot when he gets back, yeah. can't he? Oh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. And uh, maybe keep Roman Reigns busy until WrestleMania. But we move on to Raw. But before Raw... Before all, yes, uh, the Bullet Club took a page out of the DX handbook and decided to invade Monday Night Raw last night. Cody, Marty Skrill, who we've both met, shook hands yes. with and had photos with. And got a picture, of course. Uh, Hangman and the Young Bucks, joined by Cody's wife, Brandy. We've seen Young Bucks as well. Had a great match, didn't they? You know? Yes. Triple yeah, <laughs> yeah. super kicks. Anyway. Uh they hired a very long hammer and imitated DX, complete with the same str- script, when they invaded Nitro with a tank. Yeah, several fans then joined in as they marched to Raw. The whole thing was a spoof, with Co- Cody narrating a speech from the Independence Day movie. The idea came up because the Bullet Club members were at Hot Topic Outlet doing signings just one mile away from the Citizens Business Bank Arena in Ontario, California, where Raw was being taped. The invasion incident was chronicled in the Bullet Club's regular YouTube video series called Being the Elite. In episode 73, the group plans their trip to the Ontario area arena where WWE Raw is uh, where WWE Raw will be held and talk about wanting their freedoms back. One of those is the right to say suck it. Something used by WWE's Degeneration X. But reportedly not allowed for Ring of Honours, the Young Bucks, due to a cease and desist notice they got. Cody also hilarious, hilariously mentions he wants to get his last name back 
and get Marty's umbrella back, referring to the fact Jack Gallagher uses the prop. That's true. And the crazy thing is, Cody, yeah, he can't be called Cody Rhodes and the Independence because the McMahon family own that name. That is, that is fucking mental. Well, sh- surely. Don't call me Shirley. He must have signed a contract. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. if he would have read the contract and said, well, I don't agree to that. No, it's my family name. You can't do that. But then again, we've learned from the broken saga that's going along in WWE that, you know, promotions like to sign down yeah. gimmicks and sell off to, uh, to their own promotion and means they can't be used elsewhere. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because, like I say, you do that in America, but there was a lot of time, and I think it's kind of stopped now, but when they... I, no, they still use it now, the British Independence stuff like that, when they talk about WF wrestlers and they've got pictures like the Drew McIntyre with the Intercontinental title and stuff like this. So they still take advantage of it. But of course, they're smaller, so it's not as big in notice, is it? So what did WWE's Vincent Mann think about the whole thing? Well, apparently, he was not too amused. Uh, the topic was recently discussed, like we're talking about now. He said uh, Vince did not find it funny at all. And they suggested the Bullet Club could have actually bought tickets to Raw if they really want to go all the way with the stunt. Yeah, they could have been in the crowd, couldn't they? Well, both Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes were former employees of WWE. In particular, Cody seemed displeased over his role within the company, much like other professional wrestlers who leave. He went elsewhere in search of better opportunities for him and his wife. It's possible there is still some animosity between Cody and the company, but most likely this was a humorous jab at Degeneration X the very stable that seems to have resulted in the cease and desist letter going out to young bucks. Well, it should be interesting to see if Cody Rose and the Bullet Club or Ring of Honor do anything more with this angle if they let it go now. However, it's highly unlikely that Vincent Mann will send anyone from WWE over to Ring of Honor for a similar stunt. They may decide to stay there with Cody Rhodes in search of new views and a different wrestling organisation. And I should say, Cody Rhodes wrestled the main event of Ring of Honor show. And he was doing a Daniel Bryan, uh, he put in the yes lock and he did Daniel Bryan taunts as well. So there's still rumours going around that when Daniel Bryan's contract eventually ends, he'll go face Cody Rose Ring of Honour. <coughs> it's interesting, I don't know if it will happen or not, but it, it, it's good that he's still getting a spotlight and using WWE in that kind of way as well, isn't it, you know? Yeah, well, you know, he's, I think he's, he'd benefit more from using the WWE name than WWE would benefit from using the Ring of Honour. Like, you know, yeah. doing the same thing back to yeah, them. most definitely. But I don't think they've got anyone like DX that would go and invade a different promotion anyway. No, no, I don't think they have. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it would really work. Get a couple of guys from Ringo the Path to go back there. But anyway, who wants to see that? Not me. No, but WWE have issued this against independent wrestling tag team Young Bucks over the use of their two sweet hand gestures. So not not just to suck it, but also the two sweet. What do you what do you think of that? You you know the because the Bullet Club was using it, and can you not you know you st- can you stop anyone from using the well, it, two sweet? Right, this is what it says. Um, WWE says it owns the gesture in the suit. And threatened the young bucks with 150,000 in damages if they continue to use it. Two Sweet originated with the NWO in WCW, which WWE purchased the rights in 2001 and owns all the copyrights. But this is the thing about it: is that if I were now, are we breaching copyright? Because it, you know what I mean? Because that means. Well, that I remember that one was for the Wolfpack, but Edge used to. <coughs> yeah, Edge, Edge used, used to, to do, do that. So it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got to do different hand gestures and stuff, but still. Well, of course, Too Sweet has become synonymous with the Bullet Club. 
What did you think of Raw? <coughs> it was quite entertaining, I suppose. You know, uh, aside from Enzo keep popping his fucking head up and well, that's saying, inter- I deserve a party. That's interesting you say that. I've I've made a couple of notes. If you've got any notes for Raw, but uh, we'll talk about Enzo quickly because Enzo looks like he's going hill. He looks like he's going hill, you know? Uh, the way he came out, the way he's saying on Raw Talk, what he's saying in Raw, it looks like Neville now might be turning face. And uh, I think with Enzo, we'll see what happens. You know, hill, people don't like him anyway. Could be a good thing for him, you know? Yeah. What else happened on Raw that you were interested in? Hawkins, he come out and he says he wants a real challenge. So, uh, oh, he wants someone to be the guy who uh, basically breaks his losing streak. <laughs> so, of course, Braun Strowman come out. The match didn't really get underway. Uh, I think uh, Hawkins got a bit of a legitimate injury. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it looked more dangerous than it did. Like, when you see a stunt like that. Did you see the back of his shoulder, though? I saw the back of his shoulder. That was bad. Yeah. But, like, let's say, Strowman went through the, the state, well, went through the... That's LCD the LCD screen, screen back, with yeah. Hawkins, uh, and I think it looked more. It was more dangerous than it looked spectacular. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. usually with those kind of stunts, you know, like a little bit pan, but it like explodes or it doesn't look something else. With that, you're like, oh, he's he's put them through. And I don't think people really appreciate it's those kind of moves that look look don't look as good, yeah. but hurt as much. You know, oh, like yeah, I say, yeah. and I, I don't think Hawkins was the right person to be used in that situation. No, um, but then. Strowman said, uh, I want a real challenge. And of course, who else but the lunatic fringe come out? Got some balls on him. Uh, put up quite a good fight, actually, against uh, Strowman. Ended up on the losing side, yeah. of course, as you would expect. Um, yeah, it was, it was, that was quite a good match, to be fair to it. Yeah, no, it weren't, weren't too bad, was it? You know, like I said, Ambrose answering the call, and they said, "Will he announce next week on Raw? It's going to be Rollins and Strowman yeah, going out." A bit backstage when I was talking about it, and uh, yes, because uh, Rollins, I think he went against Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus. Yeah, it wouldn't be sorry. He took... <laughs> he was but Cesaro bit... was ringside. Yes, didn't credit... open his mouth once. Credit, credit to him. Uh, yeah, Sheamus and Rollins. Uh, we had the cruiserweights. We had. Um, Alexa Bliss, didn't she? She was talking about being a women's champion, and uh, Mickey James answered it. Are you excited for Mickey James Alexa Bliss program? Not really, no. No, I think they're waiting because now we know about Oscar as well, don't we? I think they're waiting uh, for that moment with Bliss and Bliss and Oscar, which is going to be awesome. Uh, <coughs> but Raw started with the Miz coming out and hosting Miz TV, didn't it? He did indeed. Yes. Uh... Miz joined, of course, by his Miz Tourage. Uh, <clears throat> had Romans in the hot seat. Was uh, talking to him about uh, the match he had obviously had the night before with John Cena, and uh, and then um, I think he insulted Roman Reigns a little bit. Yeah, no, the Miz. Uh, did it happen in that? Se- did they beat him down in that segment, or was it? Did Reigns have a match? Uh, Reigns. Um, Miz said something about, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm a real champion, blah, 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 blah. blah. Rain says, well, let's have a fight then and see who's the real champion. Uh, so that was scheduled for the main event last match of the night. Right. And then the Miz Taraj was kicked out of there. Uh, but then they came back at some point because the referee got knocked out. And then, uh, yeah, Reigns beat Miz, but then the Miz Taraj beat Reigns. Yeah, so I saw the beat down of Miz Taraj to... Uh, at the, the looks. 
the best Axel Bo Dallas have looked in two years, beating down Reigns with Miz. And, and they're going for it now. And I said at no mercy, I said, they're going for the Shield. And then as soon as the Miztourage put their fists together in the middle of the ring, I thought, this is on like Donkey Kong, you know. <laughs> it's like the Shield are coming, man. Will it be too soon, Dan, to say at TLC, a Shield reunion versus the Miztourage? Was that, you know, would you want to see that? Oh, I mean... I want to see that. I'd like to see it, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see it, but I'd like to see him do it properly, come out, not as like one theme plays, one comes out, yeah. and then another theme. I'd like to see him come out to the Shield music <laughs> through the crowd, even have Seth dye his front of his hair blonde again, you know, all coming out in their flak jackets oh, and yeah. being the Shield that they was. Yeah, no, that would be fantastic. And, and that was <coughs> and that was the main. But that wasn't the main event of Raw, was it? What was the main event of Royal Dad? Well, the main event was Enzo getting his title <laughs> celebration. Are you that, did that end Raw? Yeah. Fucking... Oh, yeah, because what happened... the camera stopped... Yeah, all right. right. Look, Dad, you can tell me the whole... Tell me what happened at the end, and then you can tell me what happened after Raw went off the air. Well, Enzo had... Uh... Well, during the night, Enzo says that I want a no-touch clause my title contract. If anyone touches me, then they're not allowed to go for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. And that was agreed by the general manager. And uh, so, you know, they was given, he, they gave him that. And um, he come out for his title win celebration because every other champion gets it, so why not yeah. Enzo? Um, and then Neville came out. And he, well, no, um, the whole of lineup came out and stood on the stage. Um not looking too happy. No, no. I've been saw by their uh, Twitter comments. Yes, indeed. And uh, Neville made his way through, came out. Enzo insulted Neville quite a bit, calling him, like, big ears and this, that and the other. So very Neville didn't take yeah. kindly to that and beat the granny out of Enzo. And that was the end of Raw. Yeah. But. But. Your favourite video clip of all time. Oh, it? I've watched that about ten times. <laughs> and, um. Well, we see Braun Strowman coming out and he delivers a running power slam to Enzo after beating him down for a little while. That's not it. No. Enzo, uh, Enzo, sorry, Enzo was laying down face first on the mat. Uh, Braun Strowman stood at the edge of the ring apron, ushered to the, uh, to the rest of the 205 Live wrestlers. Said he's all yours. Yeah. I'll tell you what's weird. Uh, when Enzo got destroyed by Strowman last week, and Strowman was, uh, well, never was, no, Strowman was walking away, never was walking in. No, it was the other way around, wasn't it? Stro- yeah. Never was walking away, Strowman walked in, and then this time it was Strowman walking away, never walking Or something like that. I've cut that bit. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, don't you? Yeah, but, um, <laughs> no, and then the, the whole 205 locker room, and faces and heels together, people who've just had serious yes. matches together. People who can't stand the bones together, they all joined forces to beat down Enzo. They did. Like Everyone, said. you know, they took their own turns having uh, Jack Gallagher giving a headbutt yeah. and Cedric, lumbar check. Cedric Alexander, those two men feuding, exactly, and they, they hit like kind of double finishes. Um, Drew Gulak, it was a no-fly zone because Gulak was there, but he allowed Ali to do the inverted 450 oh, on Enzo. Well, as that, and if Gulak is letting that happen... You know how much Enzo you know is hated. Serious. But uh, one of the best finishes of Raw ever. 
so that was it all wrapping up No Mercy. It wasn't too bad, was it, those couple of days, the, the Raw event? No, no the, it was good. The pay-per-view, I think, did deliver in the end. Yeah. There, was, there was enough Deliver. matches there, and I think we've talked about the problems of the pay-per-view as well. We talk about SmackDown because, of course, we've got... Uh, what is it? Hell in a Cell on the horizon? That's only a couple of weeks away now, isn't it? Uh, yes, we do indeed. Coming out in a couple of weeks, tie Hell in a Cell. Uh, so SmackDown is all short. You were telling me of an arc out of nowhere. Um, yes, well, Roman... Uh, Roman. <laughs> Rusev celebrating his... A bit of a distracted victory over Randy Orton. And then everyone knows Randy Orton does get distracted when there's someone else because he was distracted by Aiden English. But... Um, this week, to celebrate his victory over Randy Orton, he was given a key to the city of his hometown in Ooh, Bulgaria. Oh, yes. Because beating Randy Orton <laughs> oh, does God. mean that much <laughs> to a wrestler. All right, all right. It does get you the key to the city. <coughs> but um, Aidan English sung the Bulgarian national anthem as Rusev walked down. He received the key to the city from the mayor of his hometown. Uh, and while... Aiden English was singing a rather rude version, not rude as in fucking bollocks, tits, <laughs> oh, <right>. but um, <laughs> a, a nasty version of Orton's theme tune. Mm. Orton didn't like that, so he came from out of nowhere and hit an arco out of nowhere on Aiden English. Oh, and then Rusev tried his best but failed, and then he got arco'd. Oh, so there we go. It's nice RKO's to keep you happy. Was it Kinshasa out of nowhere? Uh, it wasn't really out of nowhere, no. Um, I think Jinder Mahal saw that coming because <laughs> there was a bit of controversy over what he had called Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I think he referred to him as Mr. Miyagi. He did, and the fans chanted, that's... T- and um, But this week he was joined by the Bollywood boys or the Singh boys or the Singh Sing, brothers. Singh boys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, he, he just... Uh, I think Jinder Mahal was going to go for the Colossus. But Nakamura wiggled out of it and hit him with a King Shasha. Straight in the kisser. Pow! Straight in the kisser. Uh, and the main event for SummerSlam. Main event for SmackDown was, of course, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn coming out in the beginning of the show. Beginning of the show, didn't he? Yes, um, he was speaking about what had happened with Vince. And uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens was speaking about what happened with Vince. And then Sami Zayn came out, confronted him, said, look, you know, what you've done was bang out of order. I've known you for 20 years, 15 yeah, years, yeah, 10 yeah, years. Yeah. And uh, you've actually lost the plot, Kevin. And then uh, he said, yeah, I want to fight with you. So that was set up for the main event. There was also a, a rather good tag team match. Uh, yeah, so let me say. No, no, there's also a tag team match. No, well, the, the big I news... I had to do the Enzo bit. The big news about no, tag... No, no, I had to do the Enzo bit, the big... so the tag team... We're not doing just quick SmackDown results. Uh, so the main event, yeah, Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn. And uh, the tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tag team titles on the line, Hell in a Cell, Usos versus The New Day, which is going to be interesting. The Usos had quite a good competition against the Hype Bros. No, they didn't. Right, so that is it. Everything for this show. <laughs> uh, that is it. I mean, No Mercy wasn't so bad, but that is the end of the show. Done. So if you want to contact us, let us know what you thought about No Mercy. Loads of ways you can. We're on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at John Score Rollins. We've also got a friend on Twitter. We do indeed, yes. He's uh, at Mini Chris Benoit, and he's, he's just trying to make the world a better place, and he's showing you his life. 
when he joins us at work as well. Yes, exactly. And we're also on Facebook. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review on Google+. Send us an email to WNRpodcast at gmail.com. And on YouTube, where we've got clips going up there and the podcast go at the same time. And they do that to other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. Also, Stitcher Radio, Spreaker Radio. We've got our live shows coming in November. And iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. So, Dan, final words on No Mercy. It was better than anticipated. Yeah, it was. It was. So, yes, I have been James Rowland. And, of course, there was a travesty on it, which shouldn't have happened. But it led to one of the best beatdowns ever. Yeah. yeah, you get some good with some bad. Exactly. Another one door closes, another one opens. But that is it. I have been James Rollins, as always, was joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening to me. Don't forget, next week, the Dublin are one, two, five. Looking at the top 25 women of all time. It's going to be a hell of a show. We love doing these lists, and we're going to bring you it there. And, of course, in a couple of weeks... Double on one two six will be hell in a cell. SmackDown bringing us a pay per view, but that is everything. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye bye.